So here's what I'm saying, Paulie. You're the intern here for how long? Uh, I have a month and a half to go. A month and a half to go. I don't even know what that means. That's not a way to measure time. What's that? Six weeks. All right, six weeks. You turn things around, you got spring going. Perfect. But uh, today is April Fool's Day, and that's the biggest day of the year for me. Here's what I want you to do. In about 10 minutes, go run in there, scream at Dave. Your kid's back in the hospital. Be a fucking panic. Uh, about 15 minutes till Fez's doctor called. He needs another heart operation. Tap Chris Stanley on the shoulder, hold up a mirror, and scream, This is your life. You're only 25. And then I, I think I want you to put on a wig, some lipstick. Tap me on the shoulder, tell me you're on your period, and I need to fuck you in the ass. And that'll be it. That'll be, you'll fucking get all of us then. It'll be perfect April Fool's Day all the way around. Good luck, kid. Hey, it's the Ron and Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Oasis to start us off today. Well, at least for the serious people. The rest of you folks got some beautiful commercials that are... You can't ask more than that. Uh, it is a big April 1. Yesterday, of course... Fez Watley's birthday, and once again, the the kid pulls it off. You are lately on a win streak that can't be beat. We sat in here yesterday, and we heard from uh, Fast Freddy that he had a 250 bowling average. I yelled bullshit at him. You're an asshole. You're a liar. He was as serious as serious can be. I understand sometimes people listen to the show and they're like, what is real? It's like wrestling. I don't understand. The fucking kid said that he rolled a 250 average. Impossible. I called him out. As usual, his little backups, Chris Stanley and fucking Eastside Dave, the Rube of Rubes, said they will back him up. Fez put up a thousand bucks. The guy said... If he doesn't beat Nico, this fucking idiot kid, this fast Freddy, uh, that they would do something called beard porn, which I'd never even heard of before. Um, ridiculous. We go out to roll. And like everybody else, we bowl at the bus station. That's the only fucking way you're going to go down. So we go over to the bus station. The kid, the 250 average. That he has. Fez, the first game, what exactly did he roll? Fast Freddy's first game, an 85, an Ron. 85. One third of what he claimed he could do. What did your guy, Nico, do? Nico beat him with a 134. Yeah. Uh, the second game, Fast Freddy back up on top, rolls a what, Fez? A 121. 121. Your guy, Decides to tank the last frame and leaves it 121 to 121. Now they need the last game to pull out some kind of a tie for themselves. Fast Freddy knows that these two guys that back him 100% will have to do online beard porn. What did he roll for them? He rolled for them a 109. A 109. Your guy, Nico? 126. 126. So basically, we wasted Fez's birthday watching two girls bowl. Uh, Chris Tanley, why would you back this Fast Freddy kid? 
Yeah, lesson uh, learned on um, not. I it wasn't so much I was backing Fast Freddy. I guess I was thinking that lack of faith in Nico. I figured no. The kids I don't believe that. Nice. I don't believe that because Nico was never. It didn't matter whether it was Nico. Didn't matter if we went over to fucking uh, the the hip hop station and grabbed somebody there, somebody off the oldies. Didn't matter. This fucking choke artist, and I didn't even get in his kitchen, Fez. If I would have no. started to fuck with him, he would have bowled 40. I just let him go. And he was a swinging mess out there. Sweating, uh, literally gacking himself. Apparently he didn't have his ball. That was the, uh, that's what he Yeah, everybody always has that fucking excuse. Muttering mm -hmm. in between frames. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the guy who always says, this isn't my real glove. Normally, I can fucking catch everything. I get it. Laces out, I guess. Or some I don't shit. mind seeing Eastside Dave become the fucking rube. It, it pains me to see that happen to you, though. Pains me, too. This is a bad decision. Bad decision to back uh, Fast Freddy. Not I hope you make the rest of his fucking internship a nightmare. He's a piece of shit. He's not as good as Fez or whatever nope. the stuff that Fez screamed at him. It's all fucking... See, this is the way you win things, Fez. You don't sit and scream and cry and all that. You just say, put it on the line, pal. Put it on the line. $1,000 of my own cash money I had on the line. They, If, if Fest Freddy had maybe shown up for them, they'd be swimming in cash today. Mm. Now, it's Quick beard five porn. Honey, five honey apiece. I'd never heard of beard porn, by the way, until yesterday. I had no idea this was out there. It's all over the place. It's a sensation of game. Because you're the one person that should know there is such a thing. That's what hurts me. Eastside Dave? Kid had, kid had a bad day, Ronnie. Kid I, had a bad life. That's the fucking thing you don't, you don't understand. He had this no was day. not an aberration. I think he had no off day. I still, I'd take Freddie over Pete Weber any day. I, I'm glad that it's funny to you because you have no self-worth. <laughs> but this fucking kid, Hicks, Chris Stanley, had made some... I'm going to read a little email, because we do uh, get emails. And now, Ron and Fez, the show of the future, brings you... Electronic mail. Mail sent electronically. This says, Ronnie, Chris Stanley never did something stupid like this before. That is why I love Chris Stanley. He is not a stupid pet trick, Eastside Dave. This is a very sad day for Pepper Hicks fans to see him become a monkey. I got to agree. Sad day for me, too, there, emailer. This is one I'm not sure you can come back from, beard porn. It's pretty bad. I'm not looking forward to this. Felt pretty and sick all uh, night. You know what I hate in life? When I, I roll up a piece of paper, shoot it to a basket, and it doesn't hit. It fucking ruins me. You kind of did a no-look thing, though. Uh, well, that's in how I defense, fucking roll. In your defense, it was, yeah. It was, I You're Pete that, Weber, I'm Chris Weber. That's the fucking difference between I, us. I saw that more as like a Magic Johnson pass than a shot. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick up for you, Mr. Bennington. So you seem think Watley should have been there fucking for the alley-oop? You got it. All right, Fez, when you see me shooting, I at least want you to get rebound and feed it back to me. Fez is James Worthy. He's got to fucking dunk that shit. Get the goggles on. You should wear those goggles. That should be your newest thing. And by the way, now I think about Kareem had goggles and Kurt Rambis wore glasses. That was the the least best vision. Uh, Fucking Revenge of the Nerds team. <laughs> Who 
was their fucking eye doctor. No one. The only thing worse than the goggles is that stupid fucking thing they put over their nose. Yeah, that mask. Yeah, that mask is the worst thing yeah, ever. Bill Lambeer started that, and then fucking Rip Hamilton, also from the Pistons, was wearing that shit for a while. It's downright frightening. It looks like something a psycho killer would wear. Yeah, it is. That's a good call. It's very Hann- Hannibal Lecter-ish. Um, Rip, Rip Hamilton now wears it just for the playoffs. Like, he doesn't need it anymore, but every time the playoffs occur, he puts the mask on because it's good luck. Mm, I don't get it. I fucking seriously, don't ever make yourself look like a dick. If you can help it. And Chris Stanley, you did. You did. Oh, yeah, big time. I feel like an ass. I look like an asshole right now. No, not yet. You will when this thing gets YouTubed. Yeah. When you and Dave are rubbing faces against each other. And you were told that this fast Freddy was a sham. Yeah, and don't forget, Freddy actually has to enter the video as well. Why are you so happy with it, Dave? I'm not happy. Why are you so happy you, you pulled down my Chris Tanley I'm to your level? I'm, Dave, stop reminding them about this. Oh. I, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm pissed. Oh, Dave, Paulie Loosebells has something to tell you. Okay. I think there was a call the for you. fuck? My, okay, my kid's in the hospital. Oh, uh, okay. Well, Apparently. You gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta run. No. You gotta stay or you're he fired. told me that my kid's in the hospital. You gotta stay or, or you're fired. That's right. the deal. <laughs> Best day ever. This is the best day ever. What were you just whispering there? Nothing. I was just saying. Okay. So my kid's in the hospital. So whatever. Let's not make a big deal out of it. Uh, emails. We do get emails. And now, Ron and Fez, the show of the future, brings you... Electronic mail. Mail sent electronically. This is an email from uh, Michael L. It said, I recently won the autographed CSN CD, and I received it today. Well, congratulations. And this is why you should play uh, Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search. The assholes at UPS left it at my doorstep in the pouring rain, and by the time I found it, the CD cover, including the autograph, completely destroyed any chance you insured it i will submit a complaint with the ups not they will that they'll ever be able to replace it well here's the thing mike well what are you going to get from fucking ups 12 14 bucks whatever it costs the fucking deal is it's autographed that's like saying if you had fucking george washington's name on a fucking piece of paper and it gets destroyed. Oh, well, I'll just give you another piece of paper. It doesn't make sense there. Uh, I don't know how the insurance thing. And why is UPS so fucking stupid to leave something out in the rain? They're jerk offs. My UPS doesn't do that. They leave you that little note. We'll be back tomorrow. Or then the now you got to come get it note, which is the worst thing in the world. They are lazy motherfuckers. They have cool shorts, though. Well, they are very brown, but. When I lived in Brooklyn, they wouldn't deliver packages up the stairs. And my wife was fucking pregnant. And I'm like... Why wouldn't they come up the stairs? That's their job. Yeah, they would not... Because you didn't have an elevator? They would leave. Yeah, we didn't have an elevator. Or your walk-up. It was, fuck, it, was like, it was like four stories. It's not a big deal. It's, it's basically three staircases. So where know? would they leave your stuff? Right uh, in the lobby. And as a result, people fucking knew that we were pregnant. People were sending shit to us. And, and we got stuff ripped off. 
from the fucking other animals who lived in our goddamn Brooklyn building. And You've was, had a hell of a life. And I fucking, I challenged the UPS, and I said, it's your job. And they said, well, we're not, if it's a fourth floor walk-up, you know, that's the limit. And I go, well, th well then that's the limit. <laughs> I go, then, then then we qualify. We don't live on the fifth floor. Dave, can I get to Michael L. right now? It's his problem. Sorry. So, uh, let's contact him. Um... And figure out what we can uh, undo to help him out here. Maybe we can get something else comparable, whatever. But in the meantime, Michael, no, we're not fucking responsible for UPS. And what would what would we do for insurance? Have another fucking rock star <laughs> sign something for you? I, I don't understand how insurance is going to help with this. The only insurance we could have did and we could have had is Graham Nash delivered himself. Well, I think he's getting a little too long <laughs> in the tooth for that. I don't like to have the idea of him running around the country. But we'll do the best we can. See if we don't have something else by him or somebody else. But after that, that stops, folks. You're responsible. Oh, we're now gonna, not going to say you win it. We'll just say to leave here. <laughs> That's all we can fucking do for anybody. It will leave here. We're not going to be able to send things out on sunny days only. And by the way, Mike, well, I'd feel like a dick if I sent this back to someone. I would just be like, well, I fucked up. I got a shitty UPS guy. I wouldn't say, did you insure this, Ron? Give some more. <laughs> did you know it rained? Uh, here's uh, David. And David, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Good morning, boys. Hey, you guys were talking about uh, that new show, Tremé or Tremé or whatever it is. The writer for that and uh, ER and The Wire dropped dead of an aneurysm in the last couple of days. Oh, yeah, I saw this. He just gets this new show off the ground. <coughs> he has it produced. Huge break for this guy. And people are calling me up this week, saying, oh, you got to see this show. The show's going to be amazing. So basically, the young man's life is made. Then he has a brain aneurysm and died. Now, this is one of those things I don't think you can do anything about. It's almost like you were born with a time bomb in your head. Not a lot you can do about it. A security guard, an old job I had. Uh, he was there the, one day. He was a young guy, too. Next day, dead. Like I was like, what the fuck happened to him? Brain aneurysm. It's the scariest thing in the world. And David Mills is the man because he wrote The Wire. Or he was involved with The Wire in the corner. And this new show looks great. And it's fucking hard. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, this was his huge break. He was a writer. And now he's going to be a producer, showrunner, whatever it happens to be. This is when your life gets set. When you achieve your goals, then it's done. Um, there was a play that ran for a long time in New York called Rent. And the, the kid who wrote it, he was trying to write musicals, which is fucking impossible. I mean, look at the planet Earth. There's a handful of guys who get to write musicals. Out of all the musicians you've ever known, there's only a handful of guys who get to have stuff on Broadway. He battled this. He's, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, when you get one of these projects, everybody's always like, well, it's almost good. Or, you know, there's not a real market. The guy knew he had a hit. Nobody was listening. Took him years workshopping it, playing it off Broadway. All the shit that you have to do to get something like this when you're, uh, you know, your first time playing. He gets it on Broadway, and literally a couple days before opening night, drops dead. Tick, tick, boom. Bam. It's over. 
The play, of course, major hit, runs for like 10, 12 years. He would have spent 10, 12 years in a hot tub snorting fucking coke off of young busboys. Everything was said for him. But life steps in and plays this funny little joke. I don't know why we get so involved in everything. I don't know why we fuck up everything. What happens here on the planet Earth? What is this experience even about? Nobody knows. It's all chaos. It's all chaos. There is. I no wish it was just chaos. Rhyme or reason but, to any of it. But if there, if there, if it was just chaos, we'd like now. I know what to do. But we're told that there's order. Mm-hmm. So you, it's like it's chaos hiding behind the fact of order, taxes. You know, wives, girlfriends, kids. Bills, you know, you try to act like, oh, there's some order to the world. No. If it was just chaos, we'd know to run around like fucking savages. I guess a rabbit's life is fucking chaos, and they're a lot happier than we are. But we have this illusion that, oh, you do this, you go to school, and you have a fucking brain aneurysm, just as your TV show's ready to take off. You fucking kidding me? There's an April Fool for you. Thanks a lot. There's a fun April Fool. Uh, Josh in Florida, you're in Ron Fez. Yeah, Ron. About eight years ago, I uh, diagnosed myself with a cerebral aneurysm. You I just, to, uh, how'd you figure it out? I used to go to the gym, and uh, I started having just crippling, put you on the floor headaches, and they come on instantly. And uh, so I started reading to my wife's books. Uh, she's a nurse. And I either had cluster headaches or an aneurysm. And uh, I ended up having a uh, visual disturbances, and I knew I had an aneurysm. And I went to the doctor said, I have a cerebral aneurysm. They said, no, you don't. There's no way. And it took them like two weeks to get me in for an MRI. Then they called me and said, yeah, you do, and it's bleeding. You need to go to the emergency room. I had emergency brain surgery. So you were lucky. Yeah, but I'm one of the luckiest people you've ever talked to. Now, here's the other thing. How can you be lucky and have your head cut open and have people put fucking knives in your brain? <laughs> Yeah, you try not to think about that part. Mm. You had uh, to have just been tiptoeing to the emergency room, trying not to set that water leaking water balloon off inside your head. Here's a Zombie X. You're on the run of Fez show. All right, I had a buddy when I was younger. His father had a fight with the next-door neighbor, just pushing and shoving up against the car or something like that. Went inside, laid on the couch, uh, had an aneurysm pop, and died next day. Then... Ten years later, his daughter, 30th birthday, had a stomach aneurysm while she was out at the bar celebrating her birthday. Jesus then, Christ. three years later, the other, uh, my friend, went into surgery to prevent a brain uh, uh, aneurysm from popping and killing himself. And they messed up, left him under, and uh, he's, he's basically... Yeah, I, I hate to that. hear people's hospital stories. No one ever has a really fucking great hospital story. They're always fucking nightmarish. Tom, you're on Fez. Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, you know, you got to figure an aneurysm is probably pretty quick where you're going. The only thing better would be maybe overdosing on a eight ball of coke and a room full of hookers. Other you know, than that, you, you know, even that. like people say that like it's a good thing, but even that very unpleasant there at the end because you're all fucking gacked up, the heart explodes, you shit yourself in front of the hookers, and they fucking pick through your belongings and go running out the door. 
if you're about to have a cocaine-induced heart attack, you're not going to feel good coked up anymore. Everybody has, but you know the whole thing, well, at least it was fast. Fucking terrorist attack is fast. Who wants it? There's no fucking good way to pull this off. We should just fucking grab babies and just let them know one day you're going to die. Or should we just kill them now and just get you it know, over with? At least then they go straight to baby heaven. If you were really religious, it wouldn't be their fault. You'd be giving them eternal happiness. Maybe I should smother my son at the hospital. I wish you'd stop saying stuff like that. I find it really, really nerve-wracking. Well, it just rings so true when he says it. I've never heard anyone who would constantly talk about uh, killing their wives and their kids as much as you. Well, we're talking about, you know, making them sleep peacefully forever. I don't want my son to have a Coke fucking OD like he's ha baby Hank Gathers or whatever that guy was. Len, <laughs> baby Hank Len, Gathers. Len Bias, whoever the fuck it was. <laughs> you're seriously, you're seriously beard porn. You don't even know what the fuck you're doing today. Here's Nora who's calling from Pal Talk. Hi, guys. Yeah. What can we do for you? Hi, how are you? You got talk in, in, in your name. You ought to start doing it. Start talking back and forth with us, Nora. Oh, sorry, guys. I must be, like, in a bad area. What can we do for you? Oh, I just wanted to say that um, you guys were talking about uh, brain aneurysm and completely freaked me out because in November of 2008, I actually was getting ready to go Black Friday shopping and felt the actual aneurysm pop and had to be rushed to the hospital Jeez. and had six hours of brain surgery. <sighs> And there is nothing worse than a doctor standing over you and telling you that you have a 50% chance of living. Fantastic. You know, but here's the thing. None of us have a 50% chance of living. We have a 0% chance of survival. It's just a matter of when. Cryogenics, though. Uh, Todd, you're on Ronnie Fez. Great show, Ronnie. It is, sure. Hey, if nobody gets out of here alive, then... Uh why not enjoy yourself and just go down and inhale a gunfire? Hey, Butch and Sundance, that's how I want to go out, with a freeze frame. It's just a freeze frame, and then you hear a bunch of Peruvians just fucking firing. All right, Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Fez Whatley, I'm sure you've got something on your mind today. Did something happen to a gay person that has you frustrated, or did you find a pimple on your ass? What is it today? Uh, today, it's a new government regulation for the airlines, and they, they what they may start doing is installing airbags on their airliners, on the planes. Why hasn't anyone thought of this before? Why, we, why would you? Because it could help in the event of a crash to have a big giant airbag inflate in front of you. Haven't there already been a lot of people who had their necks broken from airbags? Um, that happens with the cars. These would actually inflate a different way to try to stop. Instead of the airbag inflating in front of you, at you, the airbag would come out of your seatbelt on the plane, mm -hmm. and it would inflate away from you. So it would try to stop some of those injuries that happen with normal airbags. All right, and what plane crash is going to be okay because of an airbag? 
Well, maybe it's one of those ones where it's not like going, you know, from 32,000 feet into the ground, but maybe those ones where it's like careening off the runway, like they couldn't get the lift and they were and they ran through the barricades and stuff. And how often do people get killed by that one as opposed to fucking planes falling out of the sky? Uh, That has a pretty big survival rate. Okay. All right. So it's basically treating a plane like a car. All right. I'm up for it. They should. It's. It seems like a logical explan- uh, solution to some of these things. A little bit more safety on an airliner, an airbag that comes out of your seatbelt, and I wouldn't mind those uh, three-point seatbelts like you have in a car too, where instead of just yeah, those bu- are comfortable. Instead of just buckling across your waist, it comes down across your shoulder. I'd wear a crash helmet if they passed them out. Go ahead and wear one. I don't think you're allowed to on a plane. Why don't you call and say it? Just tell me you got a fucking head like Jello. You need to wear a helmet everywhere. Tell me you're sped. Uh, Chrissy, you're on the Run of Fez show. Good morning. Um, I love you, Fezzy. Thank you. But, but, um, the airbags in the airplanes, it's really the smoke and the fire that, well, the sudden stop at the end does too, but if you make it through the sudden stop at the end, it's the fire and the smoke that kills you. So I think the airbags may hamper your ability to escape. Well, this is a nice way of trapping you uh, <laughs> while the fire whips through the cabin. <laughs> exactly. I can't get the airbag off me. And then you just hear him fucking popping. Or the whole thing just starts to go like fucking Jiffy Pop. And you see the top of the plane start to fucking just open up with burnt bodies coming out. This seems safe up until that last call. This seemed like a nice safety device. Perfect for an airplane. You want an airbag in the elevator. I wouldn't mind. Sometimes those things feel like they're coming into the ground really a little bit too fast as they're headed into the ground floor. Uh, David, Michigan. Ronnie B. Yes, sir. Why don't they put parachutes like uh, the the space shuttle, you know, like the space shuttle has, or like some of the other lunar module landers that came back to Earth? Why don't they just put a big-ass parachute in the back? If they go out of control, they just pop the parachute. Yeah, because I'm sure no one has ever thought of that and why it wouldn't work. I'm sure after all these years, they thought, wait... Some guy from Michigan called, and we could easily put a giant parachute on a 747, and it'll just come floating safely to the ground. No one else has probably ever come up with that idea over this last hundred years of flight. I think it's really going to work out for us. Yeah. We got parachutes now, and airbags, and everything's fucking great. And you can't nap. Uh, here's Trevor in Toronto. You're on Hey, Fez, what happens if the uh, seatbelt gets twisted and it blows your fucking head off, breaks your neck? Well, like anything else on an airplane, these would be inspected. Yeah, the inspections yeah, do great. Stop someone from putting it on correctly, incorrectly. Well, they would have the stewardess walk through the aisle like they do now for seatbelts to make sure this fa- the safety belts are fastened correctly. They would do the same thing. They would make sure everyone's got their airbag belt on right. Have you been in a plane lately? They all look like fucking Winnebago's from the 1970s. They still have fucking eight tracks in these planes. 
Just I don't. I wish they'd stop calling it planes and just start calling it fiery balls of wreckage. Uh, here's uh, Jeff in Wyoming. You're on Fez. Yeah, hey, Ron Fez. This is Jeff. Uh, I've read that uh, the safest thing in planes is to have the seats facing backwards. That way, in an impact, uh, you've got your whole spine in the back of the seat to support you. What do you guys think about that? Have you ever flown backwards? No, that's why they say people don't like it. Yeah, I fucking hate it. It's a fucking annoying thing. You're like, I'm going backwards to Pittsburgh. This is fucking Mm -hmm. idiotic. I don't like sitting on that side of the limo. I don't like sitting in that, uh, like that. I don't even like when you're in the private jets and you sit sideways. You just look like a fucking asshole. I like to face forward. What am I fucking doing going backwards somewhere? It's unnatural. Thank you. It's going to feel like you're going through time. Uh, Lenny, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hi, Ronnie. Hi, Fezzy. Um, he, he has a point about the backward-facing seats, because all military aircraft do have back-facing seats for that reason. But getting No, they also the- have benches that the guys have to fucking sit on. No, no, on the, uh, the, the bigger planes, they actually have seating and facing backwards. But the, the mention of the parachute, that's a good point. It has been thought of. It's like the locking cockpit doors. Up until 9-11, we are the only non-third world country in the world not to have locks on our doors because the industry didn't want to have to spend $700 a door. The FAA tried passing that, but the corporate cocksucker lobbyists are the ones who kept it from happening. And as a result, the towers came down. So it's, it's all a matter of cost, not safety. Yeah, um, well, I mean, in the same, in the same case, does everybody not look for a fucking $69 flight to L.A.? Do you ever fucking say, what's the safest plane that you have out there? No, you always say, what's the cheapest flight? It's like 30 bucks to Fort Lauderdale. It's awesome. I know. But no one ever sits around and going, hey, if we're paying this, am I fucking with my safety? Never. And when these fucking airlines start to go under, the rest of us go, maybe we should pay more. No, we say, fuck them. Let's get another cheap airline in here. We don't give a shit. Then after it's over, they should have done something. No, none of the rest of us have any fucking responsibility. Um, here's Dr. X in New Mexico. First of all, Ronnie, it's my birthday today. Happy birthday for me. Happy birthday uh, to you. Happy birthday. Well, thank you very much. Now, Fuzzy, what are you going to do when Kevin Smith rolls on that plane, asks for a seatbelt extension, and they can't give it to him because it doesn't have an extra airbag? You want to kill Kevin Smith, motherfucker? I don't want to kill Kevin Smith. They will have extenders for these like they do the other ones. Everything's going to be great then. All right, we're going to get these airbags and life will be great. Right, Fez? Well, it'll feel a little bit better. There'll be one more safety device on a plane. So that's got to be better. Just give out cyanide capsules when you walk in. Now, if they would I'll take one anyway before we even fucking take off. Just not to be stuck on the fucking runway for four hours. Uh, Here's Bob. In Long Island, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, guys. How you doing? Yeah. I was just on a uh, Cathay Pacific flight from uh, New York to Hong Kong, and it had the airbags on the seatbelt, and it was the most uncomfortable thing that you would ever imagine. It's like a three-inch fanny pack just sitting on your stomach, and it's like the whole flight. I'm looking at it thinking this thing's going to explode in my face. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. 14 hours. I'm just waiting for this thing to explode in my lap. <laughs> that is a concern. I get very fidgety on a plane because I'm awful. a nervous wreck. And if it's I awful. if I start picking at that thing and it goes off, 
Then I'm like Jim Belushi and the cops are waiting for me when we land. They ought to do that with you anyway. A fidgety person fucks everyone up. And I've had to fucking fight people for you on, on planes and tell them to shut the fuck up. You're fine. Oh, yeah, and they've talked about that, too, with the airport security, where they're going to have TSA agents that are just monitoring, you know, body language. Well, no one's going to look more nervous than me getting on a plane. They're going to see me with the dry heaves. Maybe you're a problem. I am not going to. Maybe you're a safety problem because everybody has the focus on you. I remember that time they put you in the back of the plane and they had to put wet towels on you. Yeah. Like a fucking porpoise washed up on the beach they had to move me lay me down in the back row so what happens to everybody else on the plane while you're doing that well i guess they're they're just they're going along they're having their ride they're having their flight yeah but they're not getting their service are they no I mean, it was a brief interruption oh brief okay so jim belushi is fucking a problem but you're not you're just a brief interruption um Let's go to Met, uh, let's go to Mitch in Baltimore. Hey guys, hey Fezzi, I I I'm in agreement with you. We need safer planes. So I think what they should do is remove the wings and have them drive everywhere. Everywhere. What do you think? That's not going to help with flight. Why? Be safer. It's going to be even slower than a bus. No, hey, it still goes six hundred miles an hour. You'd never crash into a mountain. Just the bottom of one. Ursula, you're on Rana Fez. Hello? Yeah. Oh, this is Ursula? I guess. <laughs> um, Fez, um, how about if they put airbags on the bottom of the airplane so that if it's about to have a crash landing on the ground or in the water, uh, everyone is safe and the plane stays intact? All right, you know that landing on a giant balloon isn't going to work. I'm talking about an actual safety device that they want to add to planes. Yeah. That well, the government that, is talking about you can, doing. You can add that to a plane. Absolutely. You're just being ridiculous. But, uh, but the government isn't. If the government says it, you always fall into line. Oh, we should do it. The government says so. But if a regular person says it, it's insanity to you. <laughs> That's what I don't fucking understand. What makes them so much smarter? Why are they fucking slowing us down? Why can't she have it? Let's just have fucking balloon planes. The plane itself is made out of a balloon. What about we start flying around on giant pterodactyls like Fred Flintstone did? That way, if something happens, that thing knows how to land on its big claws. I'm surprised more passengers weren't eaten on their airlines. That's a very good point. It could be like Avatar, where we each get our own flying animal. And plug our ponytails into them. And then the destination. Vegas. Just think Vegas. Um, here is uh, Charlie. You're on Fez. Hey, guys. I just wanted to ask Fez if he ever gets the urge, the compulsion, to try to open the exit door during the middle of the flight. It's happened before. I was, this is a fucking true story. I'm on a fucking flight with Fez. We're fucking taking off. We're banking. And, you know, it's one of those... Hard banks, I don't know where the fuck we're going. But you know how sometimes it's a, a much steeper fucking climb than other times? So we're all fucking leaning back in the plane. Watley starts uh, undoing his fucking thing and heading out of his seat. And I mean, we've been in the, f in the plane now like 15, 20 seconds. I go, what are you doing, man? He's like, I can't. I can't. I got to get out of here. I go, where the fuck you think you're going, motherfucker? 
uh, you know, in terms of where we are, being in the plane is the safest fucking thing I got for you right now. You don't want to be out there on the wing or fucking holding on to a cloud. Where were you going that day? I know I know I was going for the door. What I was going to do when I got there is beyond me. But I knew that I did not want to be in that seat and I wanted out of that plane. These things go down. Just sit back and relax. I'm gonna get a little right. turfing. You know what? He's not retarded. <laughs> he has emotional fucking problems, but that doesn't make him retarded. So he wanted to get out of a plane. So what? Okay. And with those steep banks that you brought up, it's every one of those feels like we have not that we're turning left or right, but we are turning upside down and headed right into the ground, the precious ground that we just left. I understand. It feels like we're turning upside down. Doesn't anyone else get that feeling? I never understand people that are sitting there as we're taking off Steep Bank and they're looking at their newspaper or they have somehow dozed off. What else are you going to do? You might as well read the fucking paper. You can't get out. Your fucking logic, there ain't, I guarantee you, you can fucking be the smartest person in the world, Fez. No one's following you out that fucking door. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Where would we go if we all acted like you? How do you feel like you're the logical one? What if the pilot was like you? I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to crawl out of this little window. Would be hideous. It just uh, it was like a flight uh, a emotion to run for your life. You did it on the elevator the other day. I had to ride down with you, and then he's staring at one dot. I go, "What are you doing?" He's fucking going. If I could just focus on one dot, I'll be fine. Sounds like he's on acid. Maybe I don't know. I think I saw Bob Geldof do that in the wall. All right, you're always fucking just comparing him to retarded people. He ain't going to shave off his fucking eyebrows. You're the one doing beard porn. If you're so smart, why is he beating you at every bet lately? The world is a crazy place. Unpredictable. I predicted it. <laughs> and it came exactly true. Pin for pin, it came true. All right, here's a... I got news for you. I, I am at the point now where I'm feeling more and more sorry for poor uh, Jesse James. Uh, they found a picture of him now on the internet wearing a Nazi hat and doing a Nazi salute. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know the man. But I'm willing to say he's not a member of the Nazi party. Every time someone puts on a fucking Nazi hat and does a funny salute, you can't act like we've got a Nazi on our hands. Well, you got to wonder with him with his tattoo girlfriend and the uh, white power tattoos, the WP's on her. You got to wonder if maybe... Is there a Nazi fucking army around? He's wearing like a colonel's hat. I'm pretty sure he's not in the Nazi army. You can't have any fucking pictures of you on the internet anymore, folks. I did like how he took his two fingers and made a little Hitler mustache with his two fingers. That goes to show he was fucking around. <laughs> but you could also see then, more Nazi shit in the background. And it's just, it's, I'm sorry, it's just not funny. It's not funny? No. I'll call Mel Brooks and tell him springtime for Hitler was the worst thing that ever happened. 
It is not. How, if it's not funny, how was there a Broadway show that won more Tonys than everything else? Everyone is fucking laughing because they're singing and dancing Nazis. And then Mel Brooks would take out his pocket comb, put it over his lip, do a funny salute, and everybody has laughed at that for 50 years. It still doesn't make it. It, it doesn't make it a funny thing. Maybe some people want to laugh right, at that. Mel, Mel Brooks isn't funny. Mel Brooks is funny. Thank you. Nazis are not funny. But Mel Brooks making fun of Nazis is funny. When you think about it, not only did they kill Jews, they killed gays. They were out, they were in the extermination business. So to put on that hat... Right, hold on, what did they do? They killed Jews and they killed gays. So, the Hitler thing, never fun. Here's uh, Steve in Connecticut. You're on Run Fuzz. Hey, Sam, mm-hmm. was it funny when you dressed up as Hitler and fucking marched around the serious building, you fucking weirdo? Uh, what I was doing was paying off a bet. I had to do that. How do we know oh, Jesse James was? Maybe his friend says, I fucking double-dog dare you to put on a Nazi hat. Uh, Matt, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie, uh, they're actually saying that uh, it doesn't, the WP on the back of her legs really stands for Watley Posse, and this is just a conspiracy for Fez. I think it actually stands for Withered Pussy. Why didn't she just do that? I have nothing to do with Bombshell McGee. Is that her name? Yeah, it's Bombshell McGee. Adorable. And the new one, Skittles Valentine. <laughs> what? What's he doing? Fucking cartoons? Skittles Valentine at least sounds like a woman's name. Bombshell McGee sounds like a wrestler from the 40s. Next will be fucking Snoots. I'll tell you the one thing about Bombshell McGee is I wouldn't mind fucking a chick, and then if I got bored, I could read the funny fucking pages on her forehead. You'd never run out of material. But no, no, sorry, Jesse James. This is going to be even worse for you. People don't like you as it is because you cheated on, oh, God, America's sweetheart. And now throw this in the mix, and it's it's even less funny. So it's wrong to dress up like Hitler in for a Halloween party. Absolutely. Then how were you not doing something overly offensive when you dressed up as baby Hitler and walked through the streets? I'm sure it was offensive, but I was paying off a bet. Why would you take such an offensive bet? You would have had to say, I agree to the bet. Basically saying, I'm with Hitler. I actually thought I could win. Then the other person would be dressed as Hitler. And you'd be part of it. So quite frankly... I am part of your dressing up as Hitler. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. I ain't no Nazi. I don't even know anything about them. What I do know is I think they're all a bunch of fucking shit brains. But I think it's kind of funny that when you dress up like fucking Hitler. I don't think that's a new thing. I do it all the time. When I'm in the shower, I get like the shampoo. And I just put the shampoo on my lip and start like... Hell and shit like that. <laughs> that is what fucking seriously? What one man play takes place in this fucking bathroom of yours? Oh, I, I love the shower. You're singing, dancing, jacking. Just yeah. you must be in there for hours. Yes, I am. It's my very special moment of the day. 
I, I, I thought Fez was a Hogan's Heroes fan, too. That was kind of, you know, that was a comedy of Nazis. I know. I know nothing. Who doesn't think that's funny? Nazis are funny to laugh at. Fez's favorite film was Inglorious Bastards. I mean, that wasn't exactly a, you know, drama. That wasn't a... No one should be able to dress up like Hitler even in a drama. We should act like there's no such thing as Hitler. That movie was showing Hitler for the bastard that he was. No, come on. That wasn't a real... It doesn't even make sense. That was a com- Even if they rewrote history, it a- it's still showing what Hitler was doing. It was, they made him a comedic fucking character in that. Yeah. 100%. He was screaming, acting like a nut, fucking jumping up and down. They act like he was a buffoon. Yeah. He was a, he was a total cartoon in that movie. I don't. I just don't get the fucking bit. Someone does a joke, then you put it in the fuck online and act like, look, he really is Hitler. The guy makes motorcycles. He doesn't give a shit about anything else. It's a joke. I mean, Hitler's. You know, he was. Like, he's like a supervillain. It's like dressing up like Lex Luthor. Don't. That's fucking offensive. He killed a lot of cartoon people. I. You know, when the I people was... that Hitler killed were very real, David. <laughs> I like when you when you're really firm with him. You call him David. Mm-hmm. David, get in here. Then he knows he's in trouble. So your main problem is Hitler killed a lot of Jews and gays. Which did he kill more of? I think he killed more Jews. How many bisexuals did he kill? I don't have any numbers on that. I'd look into it. I'd look to see if he fuck killed a bunch of bisexuals. Was he responsible for Pedro from Real World 3's death? Say now he's joking. Right, yeah. And has Jewish children. Pedro does? No, <laughs> Eastside Dave does. And like, gay children, for that matter. No. Why just limited? They're straight. <laughs> and they are not Jews. Uh, Adam in Boston, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, guys. Hey, Fez, have you heard about Hogan's Heroes, another uh, great comedy about a prisoner of war camp in Nazi Germany? Yes, I've heard of it. Doesn't mean I sit there and laugh at it. You've never laughed at it. I don't laugh at Hogan's Heroes. You ever watch it? I've seen it. Yeah. Hitler's not funny. Exterminating people, a holocaust of people, is not funny. But you can make fun of that person. Yeah, actually, you're you're insulting Hitler by making him such a, a, a silly character. You're diminishing, you know, uh, Adolf Hitler, in my opinion. When I was a little kid, I used to draw this little... I used to have, like, a little Hitler cartoon. And the teacher found it and got pissed off at me, but I was like, I'm mocking Hitler. All right, let's see if any of these uh, Hitler jokes are funny to you. Why did Hitler kill himself? I don't know. The Jews sent him a gas bill. Did you hear about the queer German? No. He ate off Hitler. <laughs> what sweet did Hitler hate more than anything else? I have no idea. Juju beans. <laughs> Candy. Actually, a lot of these are more Jew jokes than Hitler jokes. I can't even read the last three. They've even offended me. I think that's where it leads to. What's that? Where it leads to Hitler jokes and then jokes about the extermination of the Jewish people. Mm. The annihilation. The death camps. You dressed up as Hitler. You walked down the street like him. 
Yes, and I was humiliated. Hmm. But I paid off my bet. Well, yeah, you were honorable there. You were honorable there. That's what I try to be. Uh, we got to take a break. Your big, big uh, show uh, tomorrow, Fez. It is Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search. We'll be playing that on the Ron and Fez show. If you want to play along at home, great prizes on the line, including boxing gloves signed by Bernard Hopkins and a glove signed by Roy Jones Jr. We have the set. And that fight, of course, is going to be this Saturday on pay-per-view, Rivals 2. We have those gloves to give away. Make sure you are following at 202 Friends so you can play Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search at your homes. And plenty of more great prizes, too, tomorrow. All right, we'll be right back. Uh, and this is the latest report. I'm going to go to Red McDonald about this. Tim Tebow to go in the first 10 picks. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. Right back, it's the Run Fest Show. What would you do? I'm asking you, what would you do to change this healthcare system for the better? Get off my phone! Get off my phone, you little pinhead! Ron and Fez show 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Checking our emails, Fez, and a lot of people said, what about when Fez went on O&A as Hitler to make Ant laugh? And then people said there's even a a video of that. Uh, That had nothing to do with your bet. Yeah, well, it was still uh, out there. I was still... Showing off what I was paying the bet by going around the building. No, you as weren't. That, that wasn't the bet. The bet was baby Hitler. There was never any, and the the bet was baby, basically just a Hitler mustache. No one ever said that you had to act like Hitler. Ever. I don't remember that being part of the bet. And yet you went on O and A. Acted like Hitler, and we're all happy that Ant was laughing. You're you're a modern day Jesse James. I am not Jesse James. You're exactly the same as him. One hundred percent, exactly the same. Um, Davy Mac, you said your baby pulled an April Fool's joke today. I got a very panicked call from my wife saying, help, help, help. And apparently my uh, my um, wife had, uh, my kid now knows how to open and close doors. Great. Just happened. It's weird how shit just happens like one day. They right. can't figure fucking shit out and then all of a sudden they can. Yeah. So my wife went outside just to get the mail. The door was locked on the inside. Daughter closed it. Big laugh. Both kids inside? Both kids inside. My wife's <laughs> panicking. She's like, oh my God. You know, Doing that. Open the door, honey. Yeah. Honey, you don't come and open the door. <laughs> right. And she's going, she's freaking the fuck out. And she's saying, uh, I, I don't know what to do or anything like this. I said, call my mom, ask for a spare key. Apparently, she didn't have a spare key. So my wife just fucking broke the window down. And the window and the screen. Now, Davy Max got whatever, $150 of fucking. Uh, uh, damage done, and uh, it's insane. 
at my house right now. I cannot tell you how fucking... Like, I thought all that shit was just cliche bullshit. No, it's all real. So she's opening doors and stuff, and she's climbing into uh, toilets mm -hmm. is her new thing. And we're finding her all over the house as if she's like a little fucking, you know, monkey. There she is, just right in the toilet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is she lying and saying I'm sorry? She said I'm sorry. Yeah, you're not sorry. You got inside the toilet. And she brings me with her. My the wheel me. She's trying to flush herself. Look. Oh God. Is that Daddy? Did you put Daddy in the toilet? When I'm at work, she brings the doll of me that Ronfez.net gave me. And she just brings that all over the house and puts me like in the microwave and stuff. So I don't know if she's actually like secretly trying to kill me. So that's I don't why think it's that big of a secret. Nope. This is a battle to the finish here. Exactly. That's why I think I should I should probably strike first at this point. Who's going to survive, you or her? I I, I can't tell you how crazy it is over there. Actually, uh before uh, Dave even got that call, Casey texted me about his her being locked out of the fucking uh, locked out of the house, which is odd. You goddamn right, it's fucking odd. Yeah, what? She couldn't catch you, huh? This is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. We're friends. What are you talking? What? What's wrong? She's mm. texting him. She's texting him before she calls me. Well, maybe she wants to see if you're on the air. She doesn't want to interrupt you on the air. I don't, I don't, this is exactly what I'm talking about. You're too jealous. What could he possibly, he's with me. What could he possibly do? But he could do? be able to say, Dave's on the air, I'll, I'll have him talk to you right away. Maybe she doesn't want to bother you if you grab a mic time. Yeah, Dave. No. See, this is what I mean. I don't, I don't care for this type of stuff. This texting pepper, please help me. Seriously, you're not going to worry about those two. That's insane. Yeah, I'm going to worry about it because she's texting him before she calls me. I didn't even know about this text situation. What do you think she's texting him? I love you more than Dave? Oh, when he gets you. The <laughs> Wait, Aww. I said that. I want to see the text now. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I said that. Dave, I said that to show you that it wouldn't make sense. And your head whipped around and stared at him. I want to You're see his fucking text. nuts. I want to see his text. Hope you're having a good day at work. <laughs> I think it's been deleted. Talk to you later. I want to see the fucking text. What could it fucking possibly say? Do you still have it? Don't worry about it, David, man. Uh, Dave in Connecticut, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, guys. Uh, is it just me, or it sounded like uh, David Mack's little girl called the doll uh, of David Mack a cunt? Hey, let, me, let me hear that again. I'm not sure. <laughs> Where is it? Okay. Is that Danny? Did you put daddy in the toilet? Oh, daddy, daddy's a cunt. Yeah. Daddy's a cunt. She is doing so well with her words. All the feet, the whole thing. If anything ever happens to you, Pepper will make a good dad. You are not going to come near my fucking family. I will murder your girlfriend. He's going to love me. Tomorrow. About? He'll Tomorrow. keep the baby out of the toilet. I wish she'd stop talking about killing people. Seriously. Great with kids. It really, he is good with kids. He I teaches know, them how I to can, smoke. I will fix the brakes on that chick's car. <laughs> that just I, leaves him more open time then. 
I'll send fucking Bombshell McGee straight to hell. <laughs> she does look like Bombshell McGee. <laughs> Your girlfriend Christ. looks like Bombshell McGee. And oh sure, she rivals in tattoos. She kind of looks like Skittles. <laughs> you don't even know what Skittles looks like. I don't, what is a good? What's a good name? Good old Skittles awesome. Valentine. I still am waiting for the text. He thinks I'm joking. So Skittles we'll, was the one he was in a four-way with, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, it's a guy. As soon as you let another guy in. In the back of a tattoo shop. It's got to be done the fucking normal way. Two girls, one guy. <laughs> if it's two girls, fucking two guys, the two girls ought to just leave and the guy should blow each other. Because it's fucking gay. It is a Stop being gay. fucking jealous. It's unbecoming. I know, but I can't help it. I'm literally breaking out in hives now just thinking about this. What? Here's all that happened. Look at my skin. The important thing, that is fucking disgusting. You're rashy. I know. You're very Christ. rash. But why would you be when more I, upset? I get angry, I get why don't you get more upset that your daughter locked your wife out of the house? She's, your daughter can't be controlled now. Oh. You should have kept her not walking. Then that I, was when she was at her best. Then I just got in, get in trouble with my wife because I, I was pissed off about the window. Mm -hmm. And she said, don't you care what happened to me? And I'm like, that's going to cost us $150 to replace that window. Yeah, but I do agree with her. You got to fucking get the kid. Duck tape the window. Fucking you shit. had two kids what locked in a house. Do? What, are you, what is she going to do? Fucking make a bomb? She, she knows how to get in the toilets. She, she's not going to drown in one. Why not? All she's going to do is go in the wrong direction. She tries to dive one time. It's too much. The house is becoming insane now. Right, let's just go to Fez's fucking thing. This is Fez on the ONA show. <laughs> and see if this isn't being somewhat fucking rude. Not come to work like that. This is not work! This is a mission! Uh, Fezzy has oh arrived from the Ron and Fez show dressed up exactly like Hitler if Hitler was really fat. Casual Hitler. <laughs> oh. I've <laughs> heard that before. But he does have a brown shirt on and a yeah. tie. He looks like <laughs> Al Hitler. <laughs> and uh, your, your hair is... is Look, Fez has planned hair. jokes and he will not interact. <laughs> he will only wait until he gets his... Look how happy Ed is. <laughs> Look, Fez tried to sit down for a second. I can't be comfortable. Oh, a party? Oh, a party. Oh, God. September 24th. Oh, God, this is embarrassing. Yeah, the date? Nine. Oh, 24. Oh, nine. It's funny. Fez, all right, let's just stop this for a second. This is fucking funny. Oh, see, I think this proves that it, Hitler is not funny. All right, now you're just fucking going back and forth on it. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Davey Mack, I brought this up. Uh, there are now sports writers saying Tim Tebow could go in the first 10 picks. This stuns me. How yeah. could this guy go from, oh, he can't pass, nothing's happening, Till now we could go in the first 10 picks? Is this going to happen? I think that they're just trying to give some type of hype to the draft. There's not a lot of big draft stories this year. Correct. And that's why the sports writers have a tendency to all kind of gang up, whether it's on Around the Horn or something else. Around and, the Horn's a great show. And, uh, Love it. And they'll make little... Love the host. They'll make plot lines as if they're working in the WWE. And this is one of the plot lines because, quite frankly, it is a boring draft this year. So let's put the Tebow... Up. No way. He's going to make top 10. No way. No way. Right, I'm going to have you and uh, and Fez do your radio 
predictions right now. Just some radio psychic work. Radio psychic. Radio psychic. And I want you to each write it down. Okay. So you can't copy off of each other. Um, Fez Watley, of course, Florida guy. So I imagine you followed Tim Tebow's career very, very well. I want you to know what draft pick he's going to go and what team. Okay. Oh, Davey Mac does his fast. We have to know the exact, because I mean, I, I, I know the team and, and, and my thing. Is that good enough or no? Yeah, it's perfect. Okay. Uh, Fez Watley, you first. Tim Tebow will be drafted 86th overall. And by the Washington Redskins. Now, 86 overall is what? About third round? Third round. Third, third round. round Washington Redskins. So you're yeah. not believing the hype. I will not believe the hype on Tim Tebow. Uh, Washington Redskins seems like a good home for him, Phil. Uh, Shanahan's there. They just brought in Rex Grossman, too. Uh-huh. Uh, for some reason, they love Gators in, uh, at the Washington Redskins. Well, even the coach mm-hmm. uh, went there. All right, so 86th overall, third round. Washington Redskins, Davey Mack, you got him in the first 10 picks. No, I don't. Mm. I have uh, Eagles' second-round draft choice. I believe that Andy Reid had the Michael Vick, and they're talking about... I don't believe the McNabb shit, Mm -hmm. but I do believe that they enjoyed that system. And I think that they're going to fucking trade Vick and then say, Hey, listen... Tebow pretty much is like a white Vic. He's lefty. He's a scrambler. He can do that fucking wildcat. Let's just get Tebow in, fill in for Vic's shoes. I got news for you. I would not compare Tim Tebow with Michael Vic. And that thing wasn't a big success with Michael Vic. There was a couple of plays that went. But Tim Tebow, as far as scrambling and speed, is not in fucking... And Mike Vick's league. I mean, not in this fucking league. Current Vicky, I think he is. I don't think so. Tebow, it was hard to bring down, but he was nowhere near as fast as Vick. I got news for you. Good runner, fast. He's not going to be hard to bring down in the NFL. Mm. Bo Jackson wasn't hard to bring down (laughs) in the NFL. No, but I mean, the guy can run. There's no question about that. And I think, yeah, old Vick, yeah, but post jail Vick, Tebow's got just as much, if not more, speed. I'm telling you, he does. He's proven it in the combine. He's run faster than any guy, and he also jumped the highest of any single uh, football player in the combine this year. Anyone. All the combine players. And when that gets you what? Well, it just shows that you are an athlete. And that's why athletes like that work well in the Wildcat. Uh, Teddy, in Pittsburgh, you're in Ronnie B., what's going on? Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, there's been rumblings around Pittsburgh that Tomlin went to see Tebow work out. Uh, they've been having problems, obviously, in the offseason with Roethlisberger, and they may look at taking him uh, second or third round. I think that he'd be so unhappy with the Steelers. They're too fucking crazy. He needs a conservative team, a conservative area. That's why I like what Fez is saying with the Washington Redskins. I think he would be welcomed in Washington. I think Pittsburgh would be a tough place for him to play. And, and Shanahan likes a young quarterback. He likes to work with a young guy. Yeah, he does, but uh, he doesn't. He, but Tebow's I, not quarterback. I, I, I don't see him being a quarterback either. You know, I don't know what they're going to do with him, but I cannot picture this guy as an NFL quarterback. I don't give a fuck if he has ten Shanahan's. And Shanahan does like working with quarterbacks, but he likes traditional quarterbacks. Tebow certainly is not going to be with that. By the way, who wouldn't want to work with quarterbacks if you're a head coach? I hate the head coaches that don't. I don't like to be around the quarterback. <laughs> um, 
Not good for your job security. This is actually interesting. Uh, this is a show business book that looks like it could be a lot of fun to read. Uh, it's called in The Men Who Would Be King, and it's a new book about the dream work, guys. Uh, some of the stories that they're leaking right now, Steven Spielberg is a paranoid weirdo. Uh, all of his papers have some kind of code in them. Even his memos, if you were to write back and forth emails, that if they get leaked in any way, it gets traced back to the person. So if like if I write a note here that said, make sure I get some water, and that gets leaked, I would know. Paulie Loosebells is leaking stuff. <laughs> he also has some kind of thing over his desk that keeps the conversation from carrying. They call it the code of silence. So it kind of deadens... Uh, the conversation to being directly over his desk. Wow. So not only is he worried about the outside world, he is worried about anybody walking by his office and hearing him talk to somebody. Doesn't want anybody to hear him talk. And of course, he's paranoid, but there's cameras everywhere. He can see his office at all times, even when he's not at work. He can see in all the halls if anyone's coming. And he has these kind of, um, emergency packs with gas masks and shit like that in case there's a terrorist attack. This is what happens when you become filthy rich. <laughs> when you become filthy rich, you can't... Dave's paranoia. Can you imagine Dave with a billion dollars as paranoid as he is? But this is the part that kind of gets to me is Dave... And I know you're a huge fan of, yes. of Steven Spielberg's. Yes. And if we were all be honest... Everybody in the country is somewhat of a fan of his. There's some movie that he's made that you, you said to yourself, that was great. Yeah. But does he still matter? Has he kind of gotten away from it all, or does he still matter? Before I go to you, I'm going to go to Fez Watley. Fez Watley, Steven Spielberg, the paranoid king, mm -hmm. does he still matter? No, I don't think so. I think he's become the grand old man of directing. But you, you say that, but Scorsese... And Eastwood are older than him. Mm -hmm. So you don't get to be... That's not the type of thing that you're the grand old man. You know, you don't get to be Joe DiMaggio. You're 80. You're still expected to make art. Yeah. You know, you, it's not like you lose your knees. Davey Mac, does he still matter? Yes, he does. And Spielberg has had moments uh, where he's fluctuated uh, popularity-wise and even uh, entertainment-wise with his movies. Mm -hmm. The mid to late 80s was, a, if you recall, kind Terrible. of a weird fucking thing with the color purple and the uh, Empire of the Sun. That whole fucking Strange shit. Strange time. And I think that it really kind of took Jurassic Park, which was all the way in 93, to get Spielberg back on the map. He, then he, then he kind of got onto a little bit of a run. He got Saving Private Ryan out there and shit. Now he's in a, you know, like he's he's in one of his little weird funk periods. But Steven Spielberg knows how to come out of these things. He will find some subject matter that resonates with everybody, and he will make that kind of pop culture iconic film yet again. He will do it. Well, I get more bothered by the films that he fucking produces. Than the yeah, ones well, he, he produced Transformers. Yeah, I mean he'll he'll produce a lot of just dog shed stuff that I'm like, why do you even need to be involved with that? The lovely bones he was the producer of, hmm. you know, stuff. It just seems like he shouldn't be spending his 
his time on that. Yeah. But, you know, it's him and Lucas, they want to have their fingers in so many fucking different little pots. And well, here's what That's kills always me. been their How thing. How many people could have made some of these films? How many people could have made Jaws, Close Encounters? Awesome, awesome. You know, at, at a certain point, Raiders of the Lost Ark. The whole Indiana Jones trilogy. I'm, I'll, I'll discount the last one. And, of course, E.T. E.T. Schindler's List is one of the greatest movies of all time. Schindler's List is actually a fucking uh, a fine, fine movie. And, um, you know, Jurassic Park w really was a game changer. You know, before fucking but Avatar. But that's been what, how many years ago now? 93. But the thing is... Look, look, I, I, He's not astounding people anymore. I When's know. the last time he astounded people, you think? I, I, I think Saving Private Ryan, particularly the first... 20 minutes mm -hmm. of Saving Private Ryan had everybody fucking talking. I just watched that again recently, and that is incredible. Um, I know I'm in the minority, but I really did like War With of the Red Worlds. With red hair? <laughs> War of the Worlds, and I'm going to say this as comfortably as I can, was horrible. <laughs> and I, I wanted it to be great. I'm like, good. Spielberg doing fucking science fiction again. Great. But that fucking AI... Not a fucking good no. That was not film. good. He just and then going back to Indiana Jones. Uh, I thought that was okay though. The, the I, I'm gonna. I'll give him some. I mean, I, I just go. Why bother? Mm. Go make fucking. You know, quite frankly, one Indiana Jones was enough for me. It was fucking perfect. Leave it alone. <laughs> um, but even uh, what's the other thing he did? Oh, didn't he do another one of a future movie with uh, Tom Cruise? Was he, he that did, one? Yeah, Minority, Minority Report. Report. These aren't good. No, I thought that was pretty good. You didn't like Minority no, Report? Not a fan. Do you say you saw it in the theater? Mm hmm. Okay. That's I see movies in theaters. Don't important. fucking put me down. <laughs> I know, but like it is important for people to see Spielberg films in the theater because but Spielberg should like easily him. be James Cameron. Every time he makes a film, everybody should be talking about it. It doesn't happen like that anymore. No. It does not happen that everybody, like, when he has a film coming out, that we're all not sitting around talking about it, like, is this going to be a, a major event and shit like that. We just don't do it with him anymore. And Spielberg's done it again. And I'll never sit around and go, the guy's fucking awful. But, you know, it seems like it's been a while since he's done something phenomenal. I'm going to give you the first 20 minutes of Save a Private Ryan. But what about the ending? The ending was amazing, too. I mean, that battle scene sequence was arguably better than the first one. No, I don't think I don't think you could argue that. I think when you fucking when that thing first opened, you're like, "What the fuck am I even no, saying?" That, here? that is incredible. That was fucking jaw dropping. Yeah, and it's not easy to pull off jaw dropping, but he's not even making like good smaller films. Like, there's not. He certainly isn't fucking. Well, I mean, he he tried. You know, Catch Me If You Can was his smaller. And I film. liked it. I did too. I liked it very much. But I will also say this: uh, I don't even know if you needed Steven Spielberg for that. It was almost like if you, it's almost like if he to me is like Walt Disney, right? Yeah. I don't want Walt Disney making, you know, Flintstones. Fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Make big shit. Yeah. He's one of the people that I think should make really big fucking movies and make it fucking cool. And he will. I think it's, 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 you, uh, to discount Steven Spielberg, I think is a big mistake. Big mistake. I'm not discounting him. I just don't think he needs to be so paranoid because <laughs> no one's listening in, Steve. <laughs> Uh, Chris, you're on my face. Hey, what's up? I mean, can we not forget about uh, Band of Brothers, which probably, in my opinion, is the best thing that's ever been on television, ever. Yeah, I know people I've... love that. Does he have anything to do with Pacific? or Tom Yeah, yeah he yep. does, too. He's doing it with so Tom Hanks. He, he and Tom Hanks love to go out and do those TV shows, and that's fucking great, but to be honest here, that's not the same thing as making a big 
fucking movie that no. you know people are lined up to see. Yeah, and he's not directing many of those episodes. You know, well, I if mean, any. I mean, I, I've watched a couple episodes of The Pacific, and we mentioned Pri- Private Ryan. Much more intense. It's like it's not matching what he got but with Private you, Ryan. You can't, Fez. You can't do that with a TV show. That's fucking. That's crazy to even bring up. That's like saying fucking Mikhail's Navy wasn't as good as PT-109. I mean, you're not going to yeah. fucking do that. You don't have the same kind of budget. Fucking look how much money Cameron put into an hour and a half. Right. Not fucking 80 episodes or whatever the hell ever this Pacific is. It doesn't make yeah, sense. 12, 13. Whatever. But the thing is that, you know, with, with, with Spielberg... Too, you know, he he does create a lot of shit. I mean, that kind of like you know weird cinematography that was used in Saving Private Ryan is used all over the place now. Uh, I get it. I understand that one hundred percent, and I'll agree with it. Uh, Mike, run a face show. Hey guys, what's happening? Yeah. Hey, I uh, I think that unless it has to do with aliens or something about World War Two, Spielberg's pretty much uh, blank. Yeah, but that's fucking, that's a ridiculous statement to make, too. That's like saying, well, you take the Westerns away from John Ford, and what's he got? Why would you? You know, I mean, yeah. I don't I don't mind that the guy has a, a place that's his fucking wheelhouse. You know? And when the, the World War II stuff is great. The alien shit is fucking great. I'm yeah. not going to fucking take away Close Encounters or E.T. That's fucking incredible filmmaking. Steven is, is, is there. I don't like that you're calling him Steven. So. And just, just everyone get off Steven's back. <laughs> Well, okay. he just let Stephen do what Stephen do. Well, l- l- let me bring this up to you. How about have some extra keys at your house so your wife <laughs> don't have to break in to save the children? I thought my mom had <laughs> it. Text me. Let Seriously, me see. Let, give me the text. I am. I am not joking. Why are you being upset about that? He, she, text, she apparently texted him before she even fucking called me. What the fuck is this? Maybe she wanted to talk to a calmer head. Maybe he has a set of keys. Anyways, this is about Dave, Spielberg. It is. Dave, don't take this the wrong way. There was an emergency at your house. The fir- first person your wife called, Thick Dick Stanley. Why wouldn't she? Why is she going to get... Is that what you're calling yourself? <laughs> he does. Is that what you do? <laughs> His nicknames are coming around now and then, It's on the back of his jacket. Give me your I know that. phone number. Seriously. Let Give me, me see your girlfriend's the, phone number. Let me see... <laughs> Give me your, her phone number right now. Why? What are you going to do? Uh, no, I'm... I'm I, fuck this. Two, two can play at that game. I'm going to start texting her now. What are you going to say to her? I, he, he just won't give it to me. To get her back, what you would you say? To... Be like, what's up, sugar cunt? <laughs> it's just fucking right there. Hey, it's Thin Dick McDonald. What's happening? <laughs> Short cock McD. <laughs> look, that's, look, I want you two to look at each other. You're fucking partners. You're fucking, you're doing a bearding. I know. You two are doing a bearding. I am gonna Kathleen fucking rub the you Bronx. down with my beard now. Came up with that nickname and I now love it. <laughs> bearding. Yeah. Such a weird internet craze. Uh, Tommy, Charlotte, you're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, Ronnie, uh, you were talking about changing the game. You and Dave there. Yeah, we um, did. So with, with different movies and stuff. I was I was curious what your thoughts on Lockstock and Two Smoky Barrels. I noticed once that I thought the cinematography and well, I guess the way it was filmed was awesome. And then I noticed a lot of people started trying to copy Guy Ritchie in that regard. And I also wanted to get your take on, uh, you know, just some of the different game-changing movies that we saw that changed genres. Jeez, I don't know if I, I, I... Was he before Edgar? Was he doing that stuff before yeah. that zombie picture? Was yeah. it? Yeah. I, I thought Snatch's cinematography was better than Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, to be quite frank with you. I'm glad you're being frank. I'm tired of you beating around the bushes I think all the Lock, time. Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels is not 
a great film that everyone talks about. It's a very Tarantino ripoff, just ta- English Tarantino. Well, if you're going to rip off someone, rip off somebody good. I know, but I mean, they're like the same age. I mean, come on. Here's uh, Mike. Mike, you're on the yeah, Ron, uh, you're talking about Spielberg. He gets hooked up in these weird vanity projects, but right now he's making the adventures of Tintin, some cartoon strip he fell in love with as a child. And I don't even understand that. Seriously. About it. <laughs> I, if someone said, I, I'm Steven Spielberg, I want to make the adventures of Tintin, and you can own half, half of it for $10, I go, I don't think I can do it, Steve. <laughs> I don't think I want to own that movie. They love their childhood, those two guys, Lucas and Spielberg. They just love it. Well, he They're babies. A- They're fucking babies with billions of dollars. But, you know, that's that's they've they've entertained billions, I will say billions of trillions. people. Trillions well, of people. I can't say that. I can't say that. Oh, I'm I'm counting uh, people that aren't even born yet. But I'll say if there's 6 billion people <laughs> on the planet, at least 1.5 of those billion of people love a Lucas or Spielberg film. And none of them in China. That's the thing. They're going, who? Oh, I understand. I like a Jackie Chan. Spielberg just put out a statement, I think it was last week, uh, saying that he does not have Asperger's syndrome. And I put out a statement that says me neither. <laughs> so I didn't even know that was a rumor going around. Yeah, it has been. The, the, anytime anyone gets anything done anymore, uh, Moby... They also said I had Asperger's, and he had to come out and say, I don't. Stop saying I have Asperger's. I just talk weird, and I don't look at people. <laughs> yeah, he like, you know, what's wrong with having Asperger's, then, if it makes you a genius? Everybody wants something now. Ah, uh, OCD. Oh, I have night terrors. <laughs> night terrors? You have a fucking nightmare. When did it become night terror? <laughs> oh, man. I was just looking at Spielberg's IMDb. I forgot about Hook. I mean, I want to defend the guy, but... There you are, Peter. <laughs> but still, look at this. I mean, this is amazing. <laughs> and Duel. <laughs> Duel's a fucking great movie. Duel's awesome. Duel is the fucking truck version of Jaws. <laughs> All they did is remake Duel <laughs> and put a, a fucking shark where the truck was. And Jurassic Park is dinosaur Jaws. People of yeah. Still great though, but it's kind of like Dinosaur ET too, because there's that sense of wonder, like oh my god, yeah, this is wonderful. Well, it's all turning bad, motherfucker. <laughs> he that, does have a nice sense of wonder. That little red-haired kid in Jurassic Park is actually in the Pacific now as an adult. I swear to God, I thought that was you. He's very Jew-looking now. Not like your kids. Show the thing of your daughter again. Let's just go back and look at that because it's fucking from the beginning. From the beginning, okay. Yeah. What are you doing. Oh, gosh, honey, get out of there. Daddy, what are you doing, doing? in there? Why are you in the toilet? If she isn't her dad. Oh, what's in there with you? Uh, Leno told Joy Behar that both he and Kanan O'Brien were screwed by NBC. Uh, the story doesn't seem to go away. Mm-mm. You think he's been able to spin it back yet, Dave? No. No. No, it's... Is Coco Tour going to hurt uh, the way everybody's uh, not being kind to Jay? I don't think Coco's Tour is actually going to have any effect, but I don't think Jake is going to escape this for quite some Coco's time. Coco's Tour is going to do really well in the newspapers. 
Yeah, I, I that, and that's the only reason why they're doing it. They're not doing it for a couple thousand people to see them do it. Right, they're, they're doing it so that the papers are going to be, uh, you know, writing about it every day. Yeah, does Watley? Uh, no, it's not going away. And Jay Leno going on shows saying I got screwed does not help it. He got well, the Tonight Show. He didn't go on a show. She was on his show and did like a little film thing in the back. And he's always wearing that fucking mechanic outfit of his which <laughs> his, is just, his uniform yeah it's become ridiculous <laughs> he thinks he's like bob vila like he's houses or shit he, he, he's got to stop the bob vila thing denim on denim just doesn't work denim on denim was a fucking great album by bob dylan <laughs> he should get like damn shoes and a damn hat <laughs> yeah Big just drive around coat. fucking denim car <laughs> denim man yeah, you know how much i like denim right <laughs> yeah i know from all your clothes <laughs> Honey, I'm going to jack off in the denim and then rub it on your forehead. I've never, like, not seen him in that shirt. Like, it's like his, like, Beetlejuice costume with the white and black plaid. Well, you don't understand. He's constantly changing the oil. That's his, that's what he wants. He's a regular guy. He's just a regular oh, guy. I forgot about that. He's a blue collar. A regular guy with uh, 200 vintage cars. Yeah. Yeah, that's what regular guys have. I'm a regular guy. I have a broken window and a fucking kid in the toilet. <laughs> and you're going to worry about Pepper Hicks constantly. Right, I know. Don't think I'm not. Why are you seriously get like that? I want to see the text because I don't I don't like all these little texting, text, text me, text, 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 text me back. What did the text say? Read us the text. It said, uh, trying to get Dave. I'm locked out of the house. Kids are stuck inside. <laughs> you must have panicked when you wow. saw that. Oh, and the house is on fire. These <laughs> <laughs> kids. You gotta be careful. They'll swallow something. You gotta watch them at all times. That's a good point, actually. I didn't think about that. All right, maybe, maybe she was right to break the window. Yes. <laughs> she was right to break a window. I don't know. I'm still your, going back and forth. Your cause... kids are locked in the house. How else was she going to get back in there? There was no way. I thought my mom had a spare key, but Beanie was like, I don't know where it is. You know, I got, I got, it, I got. It. When can you send these fucking little monsters to to school? Because this is this life. Oh, can't Fez go will on help. Like this. I already offered. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Well, no, not Stan. Jules. <laughs> she's she's just. It's too much. So you want to get rid of her? I am not going to sponsor the toilet stander at school. It's going to reflect back on me. Yeah, like you're not a shit eater. <laughs> Hi, right, David Mack. Here's a moral conundrum from you, for you. I got in this conversation. Oh, no. It's a moral conundrum. Conundrum. It's your last night on Earth. That's it. You get one last night. You know this is coming. I'm going to give you two things. You spend it with your family and your friends, or the fantasy movie celeb that you have. Your own personal one. And you get to spend the night with her. Doing something that you've never been able to do on the planet Earth there. Okay. The whole time. Which way do you go out? I take the celebrity. Hold on. Look at the picture of your daughter in the toilet. By the way, who would the celebrity be? And I'm glad you wrestled with it. You said it fucking immediately. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'd take uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Really? 
She's no. been my favorite for a long, long time. I had no idea that you were such a, a Grease 2 fan. I, I could always say Angelina Jolie, but ever since Scarface, actually. is. <clears throat> and then when she was the Catwoman, I was like, life doesn't get better than this. <laughs> so and She still holds up. She's like fucking insanely hot right now, right. 2010. You now, know, by telling her that, I bet you can get her. <laughs> you, hey, you really Michelle. hold up. <laughs> Seriously, you do. You hold up. You're not sagging. No, you're not bad. She's not. Like Meg Ryan's needed so much work to you know, and, and she looks. Dude, crazy that face, now. I love her. <laughs> not my baby Michelle though. My Michelle. I know it's not that funny. He's just trying to get on my good side. We had a bad day yesterday. My Michelle. But I would do this if I was with Meg Ryan. I'd have her swim in a pond while I threw a little pieces of bread. <laughs> That's supposed to feed the ducks. Chris Stanley, this has got to be harder for you because you have no family. So, your girlfriend and your buddies or the movie celebrity fantasy of yours your whole life? I'll take my friends and fucking... uh, Wow. Is that because you're asexual? Pussy. No, I'm quite straight. Can I can I reverse who I'd like to bang? Really? Then why are you in beard porn? I make bad decisions sometimes. Can I reverse who I'd like to bang? Instead of Michelle Pfeiffer, I'd like to bang Laura, uh, Lauren, uh, Pepper's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Celebrity? I had no idea her name was Lauren. I just been calling her Pepper's girlfriend the last couple years. How you doing, Pepper's girlfriend? Now I can call her Skittles. <laughs> or Bombshell McGee. Lauren. <laughs> All right, Fez Watley. I am going with the uh, friends and family plan. Why doesn't that surprise me? Fly back to Florida every time I get a day off. There, but in your case, right, this would be your chance to do something that you would be leaving Earth without. Because you have still, you haven't broken the seal yet. Right, and there are some, yeah, and those things are something I'd like to do before I eventually die. Uh-huh. But still, it's, you know, if I've gone the entire time and there's one night left, I'm probably not going to miss it. Wow. But here's the thing. As one of the friends and family, Uh I'd rather you went for it. I'd rather you just had that opportunity. Unless you just really don't want to do it. No, I want to do it. What's keeping you? Um, well, going out and meeting people. Is one thing where it's, you know, it's a, it's a fear factor of when I do talk to somebody. Right. Oh, does it take most of the night to get to that point? Well, that might work if I'm talking. Let me just put it this way. You have a secret. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know what that secret is. Right. But I will say this much. You could have easily got laid at that bus station we were at yesterday because that's the way. That all rolls. So if you really wanted to break the seal, you could have taken care of it by now. So I guess so. What I guess what I'm looking for is a relationship, but I'm not going to get that with a celebrity in one night. No, but what about the act itself? You're not at least curious, or is it just still too terrifying to you? It's it's. I'm very curious, but it's it's terrifying at the same time. Where it's how is all of this going to work? How am I going to be in the middle of all this? Just bite that pillow like there's no tomorrow. Just chew right through it. In the middle of the night. Hmm. 
And do I start to get into it, and I panic, and I try to back out in the middle of it? Backing out is good for you guys. Just back out, back in. Back out, back in. Back out, nothing. Fuck it. Nothing. Um, Fuck it. Yeah, I understand. You don't have to be so blunt. Tomorrow's a big, big search, search, hurry up and search day. Playing search, search, hurry up and search on the Ron and Fez show. Great prize from this weekend's big pay-per-view boxing bout. We have a set of boxing gloves. Bernard Hopkins, Roy Jones Jr. Set of gloves. Each fighter has signed one of those gloves. Autographed set of gloves to give out tomorrow on search, search, hurry up and search. Make sure you're following on 202 Friends so you can play along. Hmm. Fez, why don't you read off the list of prizes? Why just the one prize? Uh, other prizes that we have, we have the te- uh, signed Tender is the Night songbook signed by Jackson Brown. We have uh, Best of Macy Gray CD signed by the great Macy Gray. Mindy Kaling from The Office. We've got an Office coffee mug signed by her. We've got the DVD copy of Charlie's Angels signed by Lucy Liu. The Best of CD, Peter Frampton signed by Peter Frampton. And the And the essential Weird Al two disc set. Oh, it's too big. Signed by Weird Al Yankovic. You know they're gonna do a biopic on him now. I saw that. Is it Isn't weird? Is that real? Yeah. I thought that was just like a little trailer. Mm-mm. They're gonna do a biopic on Weird Al. That's amazing. Good for him. Very good for handsome. All of us. Very good, good, nice good man. Good for all of us. Nice man. All right, why don't we break here? Back in just a, a few minutes. It's the Ron Fest show. I got a new tune. It's in compositions entitled "The Thrill." And never mind the man who contemplates doing away with license plates. He stands alone anyhow, baking the cookies discontent by the heat of the laundromat. Leaving his soul off the water of the medulla oblongata of Another lost angel. City City night. Yeah, it's Ron Fez show. Ron Wow! I think he's still alive. I think he's in Africa writing poems. By the way, I got an email here that says, Fez is stupid. Redskins don't have a third round pick this year. Or is that the bit? All right, I didn't know everyone's picks, but my... That was your job, to know everyone's picks. I don't know who has what in the later rounds. It ain't woman. It ain't woman. So where, where is he going to go now, if not to the Redskins in the third round? He'll still go to the Redskins if they take him late in the second round. I don't know where their picks are, obviously. 
but he'll still go to the Redskins, but he's not going top 10 overall. Not going first round at all. No, not happening. In the old blue, blue, blues. In the old blues. James Douglas. Now, Fez Wiley, I know you had something on your mind. Yeah, the American Idol love affair with Big Mike is going beyond ridiculous realms. American Idol is trying to keep Big Mike on the show. Last night on the uh, results show, you saw Big Mike get to walk across the stage and hang with Ruben Studdard after he performed. You see him power lift Ryan Seacrest up over his head. He's getting so much more time than any of these other contestants. And the reason for it is American Idol is worried and down your freeway. American Idol is worried wrong. about about America. Cars and topless bars and never saw a woman so alone. So alone. So alone. Tell money, murder, madness. Adrena moves, glad to sadness. Hicks, whatever has stopped us from doing the big parties on uh, Pal Talk and just singing? Big music parties. I don't know. It's just a big life. They haven't happened in a while. So American Idol mm -hmm. knows that America is voting off the minorities. Huh? It happens every year. They are trying so hard after two years of white guys winning their competition. They're trying to keep it a little bit more diverse. And they're actually being unfair to the other contestants by promoting Big Mike as much as they do. It is a conspiracy. What is? The way Big Mike is being put it's over. Joe over other contestants. Mr. Mojo Rising. They should, what they should do is they, the other ones, should contact lawyers or something. And wonder why this guy gets to Mojo Rising. appear on stage with a former winner when everyone else has to just sit there on the couch. And doing all these things with Ryan Seacrest. Mojo Ryan Seacrest doesn't want anyone touching him. It's but Big Mojo Mike is allowed the giant press slam so that he so that he goes over big. It's all this stuff. It's not even that he's getting more camera time. He's getting more stuff when he's in a more and more favorable light over the other contestants. The judges are there. Let, let it be judged like everyone else. Why? Why? Last week, they did the thing where they showed him with his... Uh, I got a whole, yeah, his man. new baby. So, you didn't see anyone else with their families. But they're like, oh, oh, he's got his baby in a papoose. He's carrying an infant around. Let's make sure America sees that. 
down at about an hour ago. They are trying to keep this diverse. around me which way the wind blows. And the, what the weird thing is, they're basically yeah, fighting their own audience. It's the audience who's voting people out. And they're trying to stop that so it doesn't look like the Mormon Tabernacle. So it doesn't look like the Mormon Tabernacle. Why are they out? Just saying conspiracy theory on American Idol. That hurt. So, so Big Mike, he's, I don't know, he, he really needs to thank the producers if he ends up winning this thing. Thank them for all the great photo ops that he got compared to any of the other contestants. Whether it's the little 16-year-old kid or the good-looking kid who keeps getting by by the skin of his teeth. Right now, they're trying to make it where America wouldn't want to vote for him, you know, vote him out. Because, you know, because of his baby. And it, what, what are you happened? screaming about? I'm screaming. I didn't mean to be screaming. Why do you seriously fucking take American Idol so seriously every week? It's just a fucking show that's like a little pageant. No one gives a fuck. Big Mike's going to be in the final three. Anybody could fucking see that from a million miles away. It's going to be him. Uh, I guess her name is fucking Nerd Soccer. And the girl who screams. What do you think, David Mack? Who's the top three? It's uh, Bower Sox, Big Mike, Siobhan. Hmm. I'd like to disagree, but I can't. That's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the chosen three. It's a fucking gimme. And uh, Big Mike belongs in the top three. He's not doing anything wrong. And why wouldn't they bring him out? They had two fat black guys on stage together. It's a fucking great little visual. How fucking tall is Ruben Stoddard? 7'2". He has to be, because he was like four inches taller than Big Mike. Yeah. I was like, this guy's a fucking beast. How come he's not Big Ruben Stuttered? Seriously. That guy's fucking blindside. BRS. I don't like to be called Big Mike. I don't like to be called Big Mike. Every week you're caught up in this uh, American Idol, though, huh? Yeah. You're, uh, you're mad about something one of the judges said, or something Ryan Seacrest says. It brings you no joy. You don't like music, and yet you watch the show every week, and then the following day you come in with some kind of complaint. Were you, were you unhappy with who got voted off? No, no. I thought Dee Dee should have gone a long time ago. I didn't think Dee Dee should make that top 12. Uh, John. John, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, buddies. Ron, I really like that, that Doors song, that L.A. Woman Rocks, but there was just something in the background really over... Over the music, I was really aggravating. That was Watley screaming and trying to destroy music. Davey Mack, what's on your mind today? What's up with you? I know you've got problems. I know your your baby's locking everybody out of the house. It's a but, hectic uh, day. Yeah. But things are not going to be made any easier if a new bill gets passed that would create an internet kill switch so that President Obama could turn off the internet... And in emergency. You can't stop the music, man. I mean... What's the emergency that we need the internet turned off? 
I, what fucking emergency has ever come up? We need the, the internet turned off immediately. Exactly. You wouldn't turn off the, the televisions and the radio. They all impart, here's your emergency system. So why would you want something that could be used as an ad, used by the people to spread info? To, hey, there's a fucking terrorist attack. You know, fucking duck or whatever. I, I need to hear from somebody who even understands uh, how this works. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. How the hell does one turn off the internet? I don't even get to how you can do that. Well, you could do it, I guess, through, you know... Satellite, you just you just shut down the satellite. And There's one it. satellite or a couple satellites. It doesn't seem like it makes sense. And then, you know, I wouldn't know how you'd go about it. I'm not getting that at all. Yeah, that that part they left out, but they they, they the part that they only explained is President Killswitch. Just the fact that well, we a- start calling him President Killswitch. I know, like the the very <laughs> phrase is horrific to me. It, it's a nightmare. Killswitch. That'd be actually, that might be my new aim name. I might be going on as Kill Switch. And I mean, talk about, like, you know, everyone got upset about the Patriot Act. This fucking puts the Patriot Act to shame if this The goes Patriot through. Act was somehow win 16 games and then lose the Super Bowl. To me, that's the Patriot Act. I don't understand the rest of it. Um, all right, Chris in Houston uh, thinks he knows uh, how and why this would work. Houston, we got a problem. You're on the Ron Fest show. Hey, buddies. Um, okay, as for the why they would do this, I would imagine it would be if there was some kind of huge virus that was going from computer to computer that was out of control and was able to use the Internet just as a spider web to hit everything at once. So I could see why they would want the ability to turn it off in a case that happens. So this um, would be a virus that would cripple us all. The president would be able to say, kill switch, stop it from happening. Exactly, because the Chinese do a lot of uh, hacking attacks on us. Or they, you know, if something unknown came came around and we couldn't stop it, that's the only way. Or else it would destroy all the you know computers and personal PCs and do a lot of damage. Okay, so uh, the president with his kill switch and that would stop that until we could figure out where it is. Now, how yeah. do you? How would you turn off the internet? Um, you gotta unplug it. And where's it plugged in? That's a secret. Oh, it's a. Uh, Speaking gun two and a half. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Here is Steve in Connecticut. You're on Ron Fez. Hey buddies. What if there's some sort of uh, attempted government overthrow by the people, and they're using the internet, mm-hmm. and then they just shut it off and shut that down. And how would we go about shutting it down? I don't have a clue. I don't even know how it works. And how are the people fucking? Uh, Overthrowing the government by IMs? Yeah, well, maybe just their, their way of communicating and, and massing. I'm not sure. I mean, first of all, you're going to use the phones before anything else, then. And if the people are in the street, they're not exactly going to be fucking online at the same time. It's just me well, and emails back and forth. Um, Here's uh, Pat Buffalo. You're on the Run of Fez show. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Good. Uh, Dave, you're a complete idiot. There's no one way you could just shut down the internet. He is a moron. Did I say so that? Different, so many different phone companies that control T1s going into different domains and different servers. It, it would be a concentrated effort. He'd have to have something with every different regional phone carrier that hosts websites that, that has T1s running to these servers. And what would be the I reason? Mean, 
I don't know how long it would take. It would take a pretty concentrated effort, though. And, and why would he? What would he gain by shutting it down? I have no idea why. I'd, doesn't like, doesn't seem get... to make a whole hell of a lot of sense here. Here's Mike in L.A. You're on Fez, buddy. Yeah, that guy pretty much had had close to what happens is they shut it down by provider, so it doesn't just go black all at once. So, how many providers are we talking about? A shitload of providers. I mean, yeah. it's every broadband carrier and every uh, phone carrier out there. So, and then there's, the, there's satellites also. So you're, it's very, very difficult to understand how he could be President Killswitch. Um, let's go over here to uh, Mike, Mike in New Orleans. Yeah, well, also there's a, a giant network of fiber optics that go throughout the country that the government is actually in control of. Mm-hmm. And all they would have to do is take the providers away from there. Now, any way or any reason that you would think that the government would think this is an emergency and we need to do this? If we started sending the president too many ugly emoticons, maybe. Just learned about this uh, name the other day, emoticon. Um, Mike? Okay, Triple Mike. What's up, buddy? Hey, listen, I think, first of all, cell phones are going to go down. That's the first thing. And then landlines. And then the last thing would be Internet because there's so many worldwide unregulated servers. Listen, I'm 32, so I remember a little bit before 1996 when the Internet really took it off. There's other things called IRC. There's email servers. The Pentagon used to own the Internet back in the 60s, but that's a a long time ago. I bet they wish they would have kept it. I'd like to see them just uh, turn it off anyway. Just uh, make everybody go outside for a couple minutes. Um, but you'd have to figure that he'd go after the cell phones. And in the case of some kind of huge emergency, and we learned this on 9-11, the cell phones are pretty fucking useless anyway. Useless. And since most people use all their cell phones for their actual phones, uh, yeah, I mean, it would, it would, this would be an absolute nightmare. It would be hell on earth, really. I want to cut off the electricity, stop the water, and stop food from being transported. That's the kind of president I'd want to be. Well, I am going to no get... No goods and services? No, yeah. Services, yes. Goods, no. I'm going to go get a gun and a lot of cans of soup after well, this story. Oh, so you can get even with Chris Stanley? For texting back and forth with your wife? That's the good news. That's just number three on my list. Nobody would be able to reach your wife. And I thought you said Kansas soup. I don't remember... (laughs) That's fucking funny. (laughs) I don't remember you being so jealous with your old girlfriend. No, I wasn't. You're right. Well, I felt like I was the big cheese in that. And I called myself the big cheese. You did try to keep a thumb on her. You didn't like it when she talked. That's a good point. I, but I he was, thought it's because she was stupid. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, yeah she he was, correctly stated that she was stupid. She, <laughs> listen to her. Say embarrassing <laughs> things. And one time I was jealous that she got pissed off at uh, Earl. Or, I mean, no, 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 that she was talking to Earl for too long. And I remember saying that. And Earl, All right, now, because you don't even care about her anymore, right? Right. Earl fucked her. Okay. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's John in North Carolina. He works for ATT. AT&T, so maybe he knows. Go ahead. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Yeah. Um, there are four network nodes that the Internet runs on throughout the United States. There are others in Europe and Asia. So we could actually only take down the four here. It would be extremely difficult to do, but it could be done. And why would he want to do it? Oh, I have no idea why somebody want to do it. You need it for any type of communication. But uh, it, it would be very difficult to do, but it is possible. Uh, John, in the Bronx, you're on Run of Fez. 
Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? Yeah. Basically, I mean, they've been talking about this for for a couple of years now, and one of the things that they want to do is cut us off from communication, a lot like China, in the event of civil disobedience. I see. So the, if the people take to the streets, and Fezzi, you and I talk about this uh, a lot in our personal life. You despise the Tea Party people. You right. hate them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how come? The, how come? What is your big problem with them? I think that they promo- they tried to promote an era of violence. I think you know the, one of the congressmen got spit on the other day. I think they just they they're showing the worst out of the First Amendment right of demonstrating. To, it's like they they use it. But demonstration is something that we've always had in this country. Yeah, I've joined in demonstrations before. So have you. I think demonstrations are healthy, particularly if you happen to feel like a minority. Um, and the Tea Party people do. So I have no problem at all with it at all. And I'm kind of surprised that you think that they're violent people. I think they try. When I saw during the health care thing where the Tea Partiers were screaming at the guy in his wheelchair, you know, who had the Parkinson's disease, it was just disgusting. And it was... All right, I'm very confused about this story. I'm not familiar with it. So what exactly happened? This was this was an event where it was before health care reform uh-huh. got passed. It was like a week or so before. And a guy with Parkinson's had been wheeled out to a demonstration where there was Tea Partiers there. He needed health care. He needed the government to help him. And there was a couple of Tea party- Partiers there that were just screaming, bending over, screaming in his face, telling him no free handouts. Another guy started they, taking but, $1 bills, throwing them in his face. All right, but you have to realize that they don't represent everybody. I mean, if you have a crowd of people, there's always going to be fringe elements. Uh, you could say get rid of football because, you know, occasionally some people run out on the field or throw shit. But you don't do that, of course, because they don't represent. What is it about the Tea Party message that scares you? I think that it it promotes fear. Uh, when, when How they, are they promoting fear? When I'm they confused. Br- when they bring up things that aren't true, like death panels. Like Obama wants to kill your grandmother. There's mm. been posters that said that. You know, where elderly people are going to have to go in front of some sort of tribunal and be told... And you, that, that so because of that, you see these people as being a threat to America? A threat uh, right now. Yeah, I see them as being a threat. I think they're... I, I, don't, I think it's instigating violence. Hmm. Um, again, I, I think it's just people who disagree with what the government is doing right now. I think uh, it's important to state that from time to time. Not everybody should agree. You're not afraid of um, any of the gay rights parades, right? No. And sometimes they get crazy. I've seen them throwing rocks before. They don't represent everybody. Um, here's Bruce and PA. You're on Renefest. Hey, uh, Bessie, listen, I'm, I'm a tea partier. I believe in a lot of things. Uh, Andrew Breitbart put out a $100,000 reward if they would show video of anyone spitting on anyone or anyone uh, yelling Rachel Epitaph at any of the congressmen. It doesn't exist. Get off CNN for once in your life. Watch another news outlet. We want limited taxes, limited government, and freedom. And what Dave was just talking about, government control of the Internet, okay? They're taking over every part of your life, Fez. 
You want it. You want a nanny. You want to be taken care of, but the rest of us don't. Well, then why why change things by yelling uh, gay slurs and racial slurs they, at congressmen? They didn't do it. It didn't happen, Bez. It's a lie. They have a. There, there is a video of the, the one congressman going up the, the steps and he's wiping his face off. The, he, he, he wiped his face off because the guy was yelling. He didn't spit on him. You, you you put spit out of your mouth, spittle when you talk. Occasionally, it was not a direct spit. Take a look at it and see it. And then what about the protests against the anti-war, how uh, the anti-war protests got violent? And you that have, can that happen. Okay it can, that's, uh, that's your opinion, right? right. So uh, you can be an asshole. You can be an asshole if it's your opinion. Yeah, I could I, be an I, asshole and yell at Parkinson's patients in wheelchairs. But, you know, Bruce has a good point. When you are the other party, sometimes you're, 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 you're fired up, you're yelling shit out, and those people don't represent. Not everybody in, in that party is going to be cruel to people in a fucking wheelchair. You know? It's not going to happen. And what was the guy with the, in the Parkinson's wheelchair doing there? I, I, you know what? I, I've tried to find out about that, how he got there. I have no idea who even wheeled him there. I have the feeling that he would be showing up to counter protest. And I think we've all been places when there's counter protesters and then protesters and people start to yell back and forth. Seems like the guy in the Parkinson wheelchair, in the wheelchair there, was doing what he wanted to do as well. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Nate, Maine, you're on fez Hey, guys. Hey, Fez, President Obama's up here in Maine today to kiss Maine's ass for their support of the health care bill, and there's right. a bunch of guys holding flags and don't tread on me flags and signs, and they're just there to voice their opinion. What's wrong with that? As long as they're voicing their opinion without trying to terrorize the elderly, saying things like there's going to be death panels and anything else that isn't true. How do you know it isn't true? I have a pretty good feeling that we are not going to haul old people in and tell them it's time to die. What doctor? What doctor? We could. What doctor would do that? What real doctor would do that? No. Again, yours is just an opinion, right? Mm -hmm. You don't say you have facts to back that up. The other people have an opinion. What is wrong with them expressing it? Even if they look a little crazy, they have crazy signs. Actually, I think it's just the opposite. Uh, as being bad for the country, overall, I think it's fairly good for the country. No matter what direction you do, to at least have some people involved in, in, in caring. At the very least, it gets people debating. The only thing I said about this, and I'll say it again, I would have liked to have seen the Tea Party people acting this crazy during the Bush years because they weren't getting taken care of then. And I'd like to see the fucking anti-war people and the ecology people pissed off at a fucking Obama because he does a lot of the sh same shit the Bush did. But for some reason, if someone comes in who's fairly close to your opinions, then everybody fucking shuts up. Uh, here's Mark in Tampa. You're on Run Fest Show. Love the show, guys. Thanks. Hey, what I don't care for about the Tea Party uh, group is that they seem to be a bunch of hypocrites because most of them are older. Most of them are older than 65. And most of them are getting Social Security Medicare and Medicaid, yet they want less government. Right, I, and I will agree. And but again, that's just opinion stuff that should be also brought back to those individuals. I don't want to, and this is why I disagree with Fez. I don't want to shut him down, and I don't think that 
even though there may be some fringe loonies, it doesn't mean that everybody is a fucking lunatic. Obviously, you're going to have some crazy people, no matter what group you have. No matter what group at all, there's always going to be some crazy people. Um, here is, uh, let's go over to Eric of Virginia. You're on my Fez. Uh, hey, buddy. He's uh, BAC2406. Checking in. What do you say, dude? Um, so, Fez, you said these Tea Party people are like the worst expression of freedom of assembly? Okay, yeah. Um, okay, so for the anniversary here at Virginia Tech for April 16th, our good friends uh, Shirley Phelps Roper are talking about coming back. And personally, I find her assembly way more troublesome. But you know what? There's a price you got to pay for the freedom of speech. And the price is sometimes you got to listen to people who you think are fucking assholes. Right. That's, Absolutely. That's and, and the Westboro Baptist Church, I don't agree with any of their signs or anything. Wait a minute. I, do th I agree with the one sign, God hates fags. I don't agree with that one. What about uh, ONA? What was theirs? ONA? Fag Rock, I think. No, it wasn't no. Fag Rock. It was Fag something, though. <laughs> I never can remember it, but it was my, one of my favorite. Fag Sin. Fag Sin. The nuttiest fucking nonsensical sign ever. So I don't, you know, it's, but they, they don't promote violence. They're not being violent with people. So you prefer the Westboro Church to the Tea Party? The, then to someone who is going to spit on a congressman when they go by? Someone who's going to put a bullet through a window? Someone who's going to send death threats? I have to. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's go over here to um, George. George in Chicago. You're on RUN-FEZ. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, Fezzy, listen, man, the early drafts of this health care bill, there was in existence these health care panels where, where people with certain illnesses would have to come before them, and they would decide what kind of care they would receive. And the reason that didn't go through is because of people like Tea Party people who stood up and said, this is ridiculous. Go back and do your research. It what was what person that doesn't have a, 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 a possibly fatal or terminal disease doesn't have that same consultation with their doctor? That is, of course, if they have the health care to go to a doctor. But that consultation is there, and it gets turned into death panels to try to scare little old people. Whatever happened to the Fez the conservative? You were a 100% Republican mm -hmm. until about, what, six years ago? Yeah. Yep. And it just all went away. It just... When you came to a realization about yourself? I think it was probably that. You also have the log cabin version of that party. No, it's I always found interesting. I've never understood that. Fez lost his faith in God as he became more liberal. Absolutely true. That's mm -hmm. really that's really interesting. To he me. lost his faith in God, country, same time. Wow, maybe those conservatives are right about loving Jesus. Fez well, become more on the left, and he's like, "Fuck Jesus." I'll tell you this: Jesus walks. I'll need a devil to weigh me down. Bump, bump. Here's uh, Peter. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fez, it seems like you only agree with free speech when it goes along with what you think. You know, it doesn't work that way. What happens when they come after you for what you say on the radio? I'm not throwing out 
racial slurs. I'm not spitting on people. I'm not throwing things at Parkinson's patients. You threw something at a kid last week. And you've never done a racial joke? Yeah, I've done racial jokes. Do you ever dress up like Hitler? That's happened. That uh, wouldn't be offensive to some people? Absolutely. Okay. Bump, bump, bottom, bump, bump. Uh, let's go over to uh, Greg, Minnesota. You're on Fez. Hey, boys. How are you today? Good. Hey, listen, Fezzy. You know, I, you know, you want to be liberal? That's great. But, I mean, it's, it, it's getting old. It's getting really old. The whole liberal shtick is change the subject, uh, try to justify poor behavior by previous bad behavior, or anything like that. What you're talking about with uh, spitting and the calling names is nowhere near that the shit that comes on the news every day that happens all over this continent. You know, this death panel crap you're spouting, that's dead and gone. That's with single-payer health system, and that has been gone since before the public option was in, and that's gone. So, I mean, why don't you at least get up to date, argue the point the way it is, and get after it. All right, thanks, Ben. What do you say to that, Fizz? Well, I mean, I'm going by what I've seen. I'm going by what I've what I've heard and read about Tea Party people and the Tea Party Party. So you see them always being dangerous. It see it seems it seems really ugly and like it could get uglier and that it's running. And trust Are you me, predicted- I go on. A, I trust me. I am affected by fear. It happens every day in my life. And when I see somebody trying to scare people. That drives me insane. I, I I don't know exactly what you mean. When they were, I brought up the death panel because trying to scare the old people. And it's just it's just not right to do that to people, especially the elderly. That's so wrong. Try to terrorize them because you don't like the guy who's president. Like you said, this never showed up before. I don't know what you mean. It didn't show up with uh, Bush or Clinton or Bush. No, I mean, there were there have always been protesters. Always been protesters at, at some part or other, you know, some part of the spectrum. But, you know, I've always been my whole life because of where I grew up. A lot of people working in factories when I was a kid. I've always uh, been on the side of union. But I've seen unions do horrible fucking things. Mm-hmm. I've seen them do fucking ridiculous things. You're not going to get... And, and you have to take that. You know, you have to say, yes, sometimes some of the people go too far. Sometimes corruption comes in. I think the people that are for um, having the government keep their hands off have seen what's happened in Wall Street. And you could be... A libertarian and go well some people go too far with it some people go to extreme some people take advantage i don't think you're going to look at one political system without some of the people going too far i've stated this on on paper the communism things looks like it'd be worth a try but we have tried it and it looks like shit once it gets going You can't sit there, and uh, I, I don't know too many old people who feel terrorized the way that you're saying. Uh-huh. I mean, I see you in tears. I know that you're you're serious about it. My parents are older, and they're fucking closer to being Tea Party than anything else. They despise the president. 
They don't feel like any, that he's working for them. People have different opinions about things. Same with mine. Well, so mm-hmm. where where are you getting that old people are being terrorized? I know my mother is. Who's terrorizing her? When she hears these lies about Obama and Obama health care. And that her and thinks her health care is going away. Mm. So she's terrorized. Yeah, she's very afraid of all this. This is as old in politics as uh, politics itself in America. They used to have old, crazy cartoons of people on the gallows and shit. It's up to the Obama administration to counteract this this stuff. So the, I think, the, Fez, your fault m- should be about the Obama administration not doing their job to explain what the fuck's going on. Here's Eric in Wyoming. You're on Run Fez. Hey, buddies. Hey, Fezzy, got a question for you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're saying about how uh, the Tea Party members are inciting this and inciting that and creating violence. Uh, you might want to look at some of the uh, more left-leaning groups of the days of old, the weather underground and the protests that went on. You know what? Here, here's the thing. Uh, uh, you know, when we did the, we had the thing about the guy who was against taxes and got so freaked out that he, you know, ended up killing himself by flying the plane and the stuff right i say i know somehow how sometimes that people can feel that that there's so much against them that they freak out i had a guy on from the weather underground on the show talked to him for a half an hour he's not a fucking stupid guy he works in education but at the time he was so against the vietnam war he was so freaked out by the news and of course civil rights not going as fast as he wanted it to that he felt like at a certain point like he was behind enemy lines. It happens with people. Look, look at the protests of the 68 uh, convention and the violence that went on there. And those were liberal left-wing groups. Well, dude, if you want to see who started the fucking violence there, you'd have to look at the Chicago cops. Well, yeah. I mean, there, there, there is craziness on all sides of the fucking political spectrum. And, and Fez, in some ways... You getting that fucking crazy that you're fucking drawn to tears uh-huh. kind of means that you're not thinking anymore. And you're limiting this thing all the way down to if one person got spit on at a counter-protest at a protest. It's fucking crazy. There was even some people when, uh, you know, ONA would... Uh, had their little trouble and the, and the PAC was put together. I saw some people from the PAC screaming at people in the streets, screaming right in their face. Happens. That's some of the passion that takes place on both sides. Sometimes you've got to, whatever your message is, you got to bring your voice up. Just to fucking get people to wake up a little bit. That's what happens, you know? If you're not given a fucking shorty award, you're going to go up there and say to Rick Sanchez, Hey, listen, I protest. I'm using my American rights to protest. That might have been the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, here's Bob in Florida. You're on Fez. Hey, Fez. Mm-hmm. Are, are you upset about this for the elderly people because you're turned 65 and you're gay and the future's not real bright? Tea party, it must be. You don't like the tea parties. Don't care for a tea party. You realize where the name comes from, right? From the Boston Tea Party. No, those guys were seen as being anti-government at the time. They were fucking radicals. Mm-hmm. 
and they went to those extremes to wake everybody up. Yeah, and now this group has co-opted that name. I don't understand. I, I think you have less to fear than you think. And I don't see Obama fearing them. I don't see Obama screaming out, we need to, to stop this uprising. You know? Actually, during the middle of all this, he got a bill passed. So, I don't understand the threat that you, that, that you feel from it. Uh, let's go over to Justin in South Carolina. You're on Fez. Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah. Uh, Fez, you kind of need to pick a side because it kind of looks like, depending on your views, is where you're going to stand on the road. Because why is it yesterday that when the bull dyke wanted to go to the to the prom, you know, how dare them interfere? We need the councils to, they just need to butt out, and how dare them put their two cents in? What does one have to do sudden, with the other? I don't understand your point. Let me finish here, Pumpkin. Then on the You're other an side, asshole. You're not going to call me Pumpkin and then think you get to make a point? Fuck you. Ridiculous. I'm trying to understand his point where a lesbian high school girl wants to go to her prom with her girlfriend and uh, tea partying. This is how it works, Pumpkin. I hate that. Sugar pants, look. Don't get upset. Come on, honey, Joe. Come on, tater tits. I do not have tater tits. Flannel toes. Come, Beth. Look, it's like this. Don't take it the wrong way. Just tell me. Uh, John. Shut up, Dave. Is that hey. the bull? Yeah. Here's the, yeah. Hey, Ross has with Columbus, Ohio. And this security masterworks, he was there to bait them. He's a nuclear physicist. He has insurance, and he's well set because of his Parkinson's because of that. All right. And, uh, I'm, I'm going to – your phone's bad, so I'm going to make your point for Fezzi. Fezzi, the guy in Parkinson's with Parkinson's mm-hmm. that you were so upset about. Right. Was a counter-protester. Yeah. Uh, And he is, according to this gentleman, a physicist, smart guy, knows what he's doing, get out there and handle himself. That's the point. I know that you were moved to tears over it. Yeah, it was an ugly, horrible-looking thing. But it doesn't have a lot to do with the big picture. Do you get that? Right, yeah. And I understand that I'm moved by emotion. And that, you know, that that tends to be a motivating factor for me. But when I see a guy being berated in a wheelchair, it just you hideous. You hate bullies. And you hate seeing the weak get picked on. Mm-hmm. And that changes everything for you. It, that's, I think that's where I come from when I see something like that. Yeah. Well, explain it to me because I'm very confused. Where I mean, do you these people out there in the Tea Party? They feel like they're being bullied by the American government. That guy that flew the fucking plane in, crazy fucking dipshit that he was, also felt like he was being bullied. Right? Yeah, bullied by the IRS or the government or whatever. Yeah. So, how do you see these people as being the bullies? They're seeing themselves as the victims. I see them when they start to spout things, like I mentioned the death panels, at elderly people. That That is a bully where you're, you're preying on the weak to get their support. Well, you're not preying on the weak, you're trying to convince the weak. 
to get their support. Like you said, they weren't there to take something from them. They were saying, join in. Join our opinion. Yeah, by, try, by trying to scare them into it. Uh, David and Phoenix, you're on Ron and Fez. Hi, Ron. Hi, Fez. I uh, love the show, but, you know, Fez has been pointing out that uh, they're using scare tactics to, to scare the old people and all this stuff. Well, what have the libs been doing for years with the whole health care debate? You know, we've got a country that 85% of the country has health insurance. And every I don't think it's that high. I don't think so. Somebody else that, that doesn't have health insurance out and trying to scare the people thinking that the whole country is, is in turmoil because of 15% of the country that don't have health care coverage for one reason or another. Um, That's a fact that people don't have health care in this country that need health care. They need to be looked. They need some sort of way to get medicine and and go to a doctor. That's just a plain fact that there's uninsured people who can't go to a doctor in this country. There's plenty of insured people who get mistreated, too. But yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. tough thing, and I, I'm, I'll be willing to say I don't have fucking 85% of my friends don't have fucking health insurance. I'm sure we could come up with the uh, numbers easy enough, but the reality of this, his initial point was, do liberals use scare tactics? Absolutely. Al Gore uses scare tactics, and I'm not even saying that as if I don't agree with some of the things that he's saying, but he uses scare tactics. Clinton... When he had to move things, use scare tactics. Bush, when he wanted to get a war going, use scare tactics. They all—that's just politics. I think it's even fucking normalcy. You know, it's like when Dave will fucking yell at his wife, "If you do this, we're not going to have food in the future." You know, you're just trying to convince people to agree with you. Yeah. You don't like bullies, Fez. I don't like a bully. You see yourself as maybe a superhero. Going around to protect the weak. Just pointing it out. Here's a, here's a little clip that we have of Fez. Uh, we have an intern. Uh, works for no money. Has no health care. And quite frankly, I see nothing in this person's future. Um... I think I only got picked up here to use for free grunt work. And here is the friend of the bully, the friend of the common man, the small man. This is Fez talking to him. Yeah, Freddie. What were you going to say? What is it? I, just, I don't want you to choke on that slice of pizza there, Fatty. <laughs> All right. Fezzy. Fezzy. All right. Stop it with the I'm box. fucking not getting around. He's not going to disrespect me on my show. Right. It's not going to happen. Fezzy, sit down. It's no not going to happen. You fat Fezzy, Fezzy, You are nothing. Fezzy, Fezzy, you are Fezzy. nothing compared to me. All right, Fezzy. <laughs> Fezzy, sit down. Sit down. Get a fucking drink of water for yourself. You're all choking on your pizza. No you more. You satisfied, Dave? No more. No more. You satisfied? You got him fucking crying? No more. No more jokes. I, I will fucking break your fucking All right, sit leg. down. Sit down. Sit down. And that is a bully. You? I don't care for that person. Holy shit, I did not even recognize him behind you, Dave. I know, I, I got Why scared. is the white supremacist here from <laughs> Ireland? 
I don't know. Why is Mooch shaved down? What's wrong with that? I got scalped. What? Uh, what is this? A white riot? I didn't even know about. <laughs> yeah, I joined a certain movement. Uh, <laughs> new way of life, you know. There's no future for you. Jesus Christ, that's a frightening look for you. Uh, let's. Um, here is um, Kevin in Georgia. You're on my first. Yeah, Ron. Fez, I want to agree with you with what you're saying. I, I guess I'm part of that 85% supposedly, but just because 85% have it don't mean they fucking like their health care. I pay $171 a week, and they only cover 80%. I have a $3,000 deductible for my family. That blows. Yeah, I have yeah. it, but I don't fucking like it. No. It fucking blows. There's some terrible, terrible fucking insurance plans out there. They're the worst, man. I fucking am getting sued. Who's suing you? A, a bill collector is saying we're going to have to bring you to court because of fucking uh, the this shitty, shitty fucking insurance plan that we have here. Well, why don't you just say to him, find me. Try to find out where I am. They know where I am. They have my address. They have everything because we filled out all that information at the hospital. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Lucky. Lucky, you're on the Run Fest show. Yeah, how you doing, Run Fest? Yeah. Hey, I was just going to ask Fez, what, what do you think that the gun control people have been using to try to control guns forever? It's nothing but fear tactics, trying to scare old people into believing that, that, that guns are what are bad. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I, I understand that that happens. Um, but it's it's also, there's facts there, too, when someone gets shot. There's handgun violence that you can point to there. All right, why don't we take a, a break here, Fuzzy? Handgun violence that you can point to. Fez Watley. Stories in the news. I do, I do have one tiny gripe, if I may. May yeah. I gripe? You always I, do. I've been talking about the insurance and how fucking awful it's been, and not only with Fez not jumping in, he actually said, my I fucked up my plan stuff, and it's only since the gay thing. Oh! No, I'm trying to be as respectful as possible. What do you what mean? Are you uh, saying? Only since what gay thing? I, it, no, no, not, not gay. I'm sorry, but you well, said gay thing. I didn't mean that, right? I meant. Why did you say gay thing? No, I'm curious. I don't know what. Seemed meant. like for no reason you brought up gay. No, thing. No, I didn't mean that. I just All meant right, so, only since this topic was brought up. Now Fez is enraged about like bullying and stuff like that. But like I've been trying to say for months that I'm being bullied by this insurance. And you did fuck up your insurance. When when you got no. married, you forgot to put your wife on? You forgot to put a baby on? This last you, you know that you sound like the Tea Party now, saying it's your responsibility, nobody else. That's yeah. what they say. And this you, last, you have the same message as them. Exactly. And this last plan, I did not fuck up. It's This last plan, everyone's covered, and I still cannot get shit paid for. Because the insurance is sucks elephant dicks. But only when this story is, you know, to about, you know, hits Fez personally. Now he cares. I've just been, I've been trying to talk to you about that for months. I have talked to you about your insurance. I have offered to help you with paperwork. My father fucking worked at. It, it was a vice president. He's helped me with my insurance. He got me the best plan. I can't fucking pay for shit. Hold on, your father was the vice president of a pharmaceutical is it Agnew? company. <laughs> Was your father Agnew? Not of America, of a pharmaceutical company. Gotta pay his taxes. Of a Fez, here's the thing. Company. You think globally, but why don't you act locally? 
Why can't you ha- help the person in front of you? Why aren't you crying? I've never seen you cry for, for Dave. And I've been talking about this forever. Forever about the how bad the health care is. I, I am getting sued. So, so I am going to move to fucking Oregon. I'm going to move to Portland or something. I got friends there. Yeah. Call Virginia. That's what I'm going to do. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm 50% serious. Go find me. I'm fucking, uh, I, will, I, will, I will join the boat. I will do, be on Deadliest Catch. But hold year. on. I want Next you to know season. something. <laughs> Portland has roads, electricity. <laughs> and all they got to do is see you on Deadliest Catch. And then show up and collect the money. They'll be You're- waiting at the dock. Why are you laughing at him? Why can't you fucking support him? Why are you crying for strangers and not the person in front of you? That day doesn't like me. I do. (laughs) Where did that come from? It's crazy talk when you say stuff like this. That's fucking Spielberg paranoia. No, that's that's true. You're the one yelling jizz, tummy. Well, no, there was, I don't think he invented that, though, did was, he? No, I didn't. They were saying nicknames and stuff. I, I didn't even think we were talking about you. I just thought we were having a nickname contest. All right, we'll take a break here. Dave, uh, you had something on your mind today, though? I sure do, Ronnie. What is that, buddy? Holy shit, man. Um, Tell me all about it. Well, I have an update about... No, that's not... Uh, Erica Badu... Uh, <laughs> Say <laughs> Just forget it. Wait, wait, wait. No, no Erica Badu's controversial new video. No, it's, it's forget that. Uh, when when we get back here, well, I'll tell you how you can find big money in your own attic. So don't miss it. It's a Ronafez show. Your pockets did bleed on St. Valentine's And you sat in a chair thinking Boy, I'm such a prince Well, life's a train That goes from February on Day by day But it's making a stop on Greek boys drop 
There it is, April Fools. And people writing in, wow, this song is great. Who is this? No, I'm not going to answer it for you. If you don't know who Rufus Wainwright is, today's not the day to find out. What you need now is a mirror and go, where have I been? What have I been up to? All right, Ron and Fez show. Uh, and people are also uh, asking me about Ron and Fez being re-signed to WJFK, uh, the CBS station in Washington, D.C. Uh, and that report is up on the DCR-TV radio thread. And I just have a feeling... Uh, looking it over, saying that Don and Mike are coming back, but Don doing one shift and Mike doing another shift. I have the feeling it may just be one of those April Fool's thing. I don't know completely. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I'm going to ask the panel, the death panel of judges here, a uh, question because I just got this during the commercial break, and it's a... Oh, no. It's a moral conundrum. Conundrum. And of course, I'd like Dave to be part of this, Pepper Hicks, and our good friend Mooch, the shaved head soccer hooligan Mooch, as well as Fez Watley. This one, the moral conundrum, says to us, Hey, buddies, I need your help with a moral conundrum. I went to a gossip site that I frequent regularly that does a Caption this contest. They post a bizarre picture, and whoever leaves the funniest comment wins. So I went there, and I saw a picture of an obese woman posing naked behind a nerd holding up a sword. Sounds funny, right? Well, it would be, except that I'm 95% sure that the obese woman in the picture is my sister. What do I do? Do I ask her about it? Do I just try and forget it, as hard as that would be? I'm at a loss here. Part of me wants her to, uh, to tell her to make sure she never does anything stupid again. But, of course, I don't want to hurt her feelings and create a really awkward situation. Please, guys, tell me what I should do. Your biggest fan, don't say my name. All right. Uh, well, what I did was write back to the person and I said, uh, well, let me see the the picture itself. Um, Dave, come on over so you can see this. It's a nerd, as she calls it, holding up a sword. You know how people love to pretend they're Vikings. Uh, and here is the obese sister standing behind him. And now you're a guy who enjoys the internet. If this was your sister, Dave, do you bring it up to her? No. Not only do I not bring it up to her, but I still enter the caption contest. Mm. Uh, try and win yourself uh, a prize. No, I. you would definitely not tell the person. I think the winning prize would be, hey, that's my sister. <laughs> Take that down. That's my sister is the winner. Uh, Hicks, what about you? Yeah, tell her. Let her know it's fucking, uh, this fucking horrible things happening. You she dumb fuck. What are you doing? Exactly. Uh, Mooch, what about you? Nothing. Just deny everything. Just Don't act like it like never that. happened. HTG just rolled into the studio, and I'm going to ask her, if this was your sister, and I don't want to give out her name, but she lives over in Jersey, and you happen to see her on some uh, funny caption website behind a weird guy with a sword, your sister's naked, and people are making fun of it, do you tell her? Uh, my first thought is maybe she doesn't know about it. 
And you thought that she just took this for fun reasons. Yeah, I think most of the time that the make a funny caption thing is taken from other sites. I don't know if people go, hey, here's me and my boyfriend. Could you have all of your viewers <laughs> write something about how dumb we are? Right. Maybe uh, they don't even, maybe her, the boyfriend, it was supposed to be for them. He posts it somewhere right. and then someone else grabs it. By the way, he's a real winner, isn't he? Look at him <laughs> with his high shorts and, uh, and big sword. Well, they're both a little different. Okay. So would you tell your sister? Oh, man. Um, I'm assuming she's got no more control over getting this fixed than I would. So I think I'd probably try to contact the, the site first and tell them they better take it down. Tell them they better take it down. Yeah. Davey Mack, would that occur to you? No. To try no. to fight this battle without your sister finding out? Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. No, 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 no. No, I'm not going to battle. The, the picture's out. She did it. There. Enough said. She did what? She had the. She's in the picture. She posed yeah, her picture, but, but not for a funny caption website. Tough shit. Tough shit. She should have known better to take a photo of herself with the guy in a sword and put it on the internet. Dude, she didn't put it on the internet. She yeah. So she let that guy did. take it. Right. Okay. So she didn't. She. So you think anyone who takes a picture with a boyfriend that's you know suggestive or whatever, yeah. then you're a complete idiot just for doing that. Under well, any it's, it's a very you, good. If you post it, it's a no, very she, good what point. What if you didn't post it? What if you just did it with your boyfriend? Tough. But I remember, and this was one of the I think earlier things out there to get popular on the internet. I think the site was called Ex Girlfriends, and what would happen is guys who had pictures of their exes, then they broke up, they would put those pictures on. Now, the the other part of it, A, it's, you know, it's, it's a fucking cruel thing, I guess, because you thought this is something intimate. But even as bad as that, these pictures were always taken with the worst lighting. Yeah. I mean, nobody <laughs> looked like they were ready for Playboy in these pictures. So, of course, they would be funny to laugh at. Look at her. Why is she even posing like this? Yeah, well, if I if I had the skills, I would go to a site like that, cut out all the pictures of the guys, and just make my own site called Asshole Boyfriend. Stay away from these scumbags. Yeah, and, and publicize com. them. Yeah, it's great. It's got a nice <laughs> ring to it. And ring to it. Make, Thornton, Sean Thornton, and bring to light that these guys are jerk offs. Make sure you and your and you don't let any of your friends date these assholes. Davey Mac, if you had pictures of an ex and you were mad at her, would you put the site? Would you put the pictures up? No, I wouldn't do that. Never would do it. No, I wouldn't. No matter how it. mad she went off, she ran off with Chris Stanley behind your back. Yeah, then I do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> okay, are you so there yeah. are yeah, there are reasons. Yeah. That you would do it, Sarah. Absolutely, within one second. Yeah, you can. You By the way, around. and I'm not giving out the person's name uh, who said this. Although I was trying to protect some anim anonymity there, but I thought if I was an obese woman who had posed with some guy with a sword, I would probably think it was me. You know, if it went out that way. But <laughs> so we can't help you because we're all over the place with this. Deb uh, HTG would go immediately to the site, try to fight I them. I think so. Uh, of course, Hicks would write a funny caption, and the boys would pretty much uh, go in different directions, where Mooch would yeah. say he'd ignore that it even happened. Uh, Hicks, would you ever put up a picture of an ex if you were mad at her? They had to have done something really fucking horrible, but I would consider it, yeah. Like break up with you? <laughs> I never talked to me again. It makes you wonder why any woman lets a guy take a picture. Yeah. I would say at this point, because according to this site... Even being married is not enough. 
I'd be pissed if somebody even posted an unflattering picture of me, maybe when I had gained weight or something. I mean, just <laughs> pictures up between the two, or just being silly and stupid. Right. Well, Fez has a problem with people taking pictures without asking. And he, I get really pissed at that. Too. He likes to pose for it. Now, occasionally, too, this will happen. People will invite him into the show. They'll take pictures of stuff that we were going to post on our own Twitter. Yeah. Even, you know, yeah. after. So it'll be like, oh, Dave has to really do this shitty. thing. Some people come in. They'll get the picture from the side. And they get the pictures like Dave does of you don't right. see anybody. It's just like they got their phone out. There's a picture. Well, I've seen it at one of the Unmasked. I've seen one of the friends of the show stand sort of off to the side and take a really shitty picture of, I think it was you and the guest, where you're both looking in different directions. Yeah, we're not posing for a you're picture. You're not actually in frame, and it's just sort of this awful, and, and then post it. And I, and I even said to the well, person, you know, that's kind of a dick move what, to do that. You're going to make this put this terrible-looking picture up. Yeah. Just ask or don't take it. You're the Yeah, guest. if people generally ask, then, you know, you'll give them, like, the pose gimmick. But, the, but I guess they don't want that. They want to get, like... Dave, intimate. Yeah, Dave. I don't know, drinking water or something. So One of a kind. Even, you know, this wasn't even <laughs> like that. <laughs> I am very thirsty. This was just a bad angle, and you know, mm -hmm. just and their caption: giant red redhead drinking water. Uh, here is uh, John in Westchester. You're on Run Fez. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Yeah, there's a great website called submityourxex.com. All ex-girlfriend pictures. There's also submit your flicks and submit your mom for the older crowd. Wow. If you break up with your mom. Well, I guess you your don't mom know. could do something so horrible. Now, Isn't why are supposed to be nudes? Uh, yeah. Now, Josh, why do you like these pictures so much? Because they're amateurs. They're not professionals. They're, you know, <laughs> kind of the allure is that they're not supposed to be out there. So you, it kind of adds to a... A voyeur thing for you. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. So the fact, the thing that makes you most happiest is that they don't want them there. Supposedly. Okay, thanks. Uh, Dave in Michigan, you're on Manifest. Yeah, I was going to see what you guys would do in this situation. There's a picture of my gay brother dressed up as a homeless guy during a shopping spree. Uh-huh. What would your caption be or... Should I contact the website? See, I would find that humiliating, particularly if that person had cologne sprayed in their face. Yeah, it happens on homeless shopping sprees. The homeful are confused with the homeless after cologne battles. Mm. I wouldn't even buy that those were, you know, real. That they were. The guy likes that they're amateurs. These, there's a lot of people who fake sites to look like amateurs, but they're not. So you think that a lot of these sites are. Just to capture people. Yeah. Just like that, uh, what was that thing, things my dad would say? And Yeah, that was all fucking, that was, a, we were all being played. <laughs> we get played 99% of the time on the internet. Yeah. Uh, Matt, uh, Yorktown, you're on Run Fez. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? How you yeah, doing? Good. Uh, probably about, it was probably about 10 years ago. Uh, my brother is, uh, you know, hooking up with some, poor and uh took pictures of her uh he's shoving a dildo in her pussy uh -huh. and i got and my brother gives them to me you know i'm younger you know six years younger than my brother yeah 
Uh, so about, you know, I had the pictures that were in a book of mine. Anyway, a good friend of mine starts dating this girl, and I said, holy shit. I said, I have pictures of this fucking girl getting a dildo stuck in her pussy, and he's like, bullshit. So I showed him the pictures, and he couldn't fucking believe it, and he broke up with her. <laughs> uh, Dave, is this something you'd break up with uh, a chick over? Yeah, no, I would. she did that in the past? Yes. Yeah, I don't want those kind of photographs out there. Mm -mm. So you'd be like, I can't be with you. Correct. Someone took a picture of you years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'd also do it, too. <laughs> so I'm really an evil person. You no, know, that goes without saying. I don't even want to fucking... Hey, by the way, people have sent us the site. It's a major site. But uh, the young lady just sent... Or the person sent me the picture of her alleged sister there. But this isn't like, you know... Ernie's blog. It's on <laughs> one of the sites that everybody knows. All right, I just got this sent to us from Mafia Life Chris, and it was entitled uh, I Got My uh, Mother-in-Law Good on April Fool's Day. I hope this isn't sexual, but I never know what's happening. <laughs> uh, not sure exactly letting this buffer. By the way, it's just terrible waiting for anything in this building yeah, right now. really bad, but we, we, we're in good shape. We're in great shape. Yeah. All right. Um, the problem is, is two minutes long. And if it doesn't get good and good quick, <laughs> did, I, why don't we put those lights down over there, too? Because I can't see. I get a glare. It's very, so, uh, the film quality is, is film quality is very Zabruder filmish. It almost looks like he shot it through spaghetti sauce. <laughs> or gravy. We call it gravy, Ronnie B. That's right. Dang By you. the way, I haven't seen him in forever. Well, I, I got a lot of things forever. on my mind. Yeah, I know. All right, so this is Mafia Life Chris, and he's put this up on YouTube. We'll take a gander at it. I'm not fucking okay. 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 I'm not fucking it looks like 10,000, but I don't think so. No, it's not. He's got his thumb up. He's good. All right. Give me stuff to enjoy. That's really like a I don't even want to touch this card because it looks... Sounds like she's I'm not even touching this card. I need a validation here. Because I'll take a picture. Wait a minute. Take people she thinks she's won 10 G's. You just ripped it? You fucking ripped it. $10,000. I can't believe you just ripped it. You really ripped it, son? Chris, take it along. Hey, fuck, this is a joke. Where'd you get this from? 
Say hi, Ma. You're on candy. Say hi. Excuse me, you thought you want money? No, you're on YouTube. You see? Look over there. You see that camera I'm holding? That's YouTube. Smile, you're on Denjin camera. <laughs> Smile for me. Mavia Life camera. Hey. Cannoli camera. <laughs> so ended for mob enthusiasts. So one dog's looking this way, one dog's looking this way. So what? What? But what you did win is a copy of Fedora magazine. Hey. 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 That's you know this bit that's already been on YouTube 700 times? Now you are. Now you's got. We got you's now. Now we, we got you's. So yeah. Now you got to flip. Watch now you got to flip and help us get other people. Look, Uncle looks Frank. Like you won. Now I'm going to scrape one open and say I want 10 G's. <laughs> I don't even know what the vig on this is. I'm, I'm not playing. even positive what the vig is. Hold on, man. Let me put some more Vaseline on my camera lens. <laughs> Make this look like a Cinemax movie from the 80s. He shot it to his armpit hair. <laughs> How come he never comes to see anymore? Well, no. What happened with Chris? Well, yeah, he, he had an album uh, out, Dungeons. Dungeons. <laughs> How do you fake a lottery ticket? You fucking buy it off of a comic strip. They fucking sell these. It says it's no fucking good. Oh, really? Yeah. And then he put like the, got the stuff back on it again. No, you fucking buy it. Oh, and it's like a fake. It's win. like a fucking fake one. Yeah, so you never like been going to a joke and buying, uh, Fake throw up or a yes. ice cube with a fly in it. <laughs> when did you become Italian? <laughs> what, what was it like the fake? What are you saying? Like fake throw up? <laughs> well, like an ice cube with a fly in it? <laughs> it's contagious. Is it like a window? No, squirting flowers. <laughs> Here's the thing. There's no funner way to talk <laughs> no. in the world. You know what I'm saying? Jersey! I can't stop. Hey, Brooklyn! I Jersey, can... Staten Island, Long Island. Where which, do they which, even have these stores? Which way are you going to go? Rock-Conchamon! <laughs> I'd like to get some of that gum that snaps your finger. You can get take... a joy buzzer. One one, get a little veal, parmesan, mm. little spaghetti on the mm. side. Mm. You can well, really do it with anything, like math, like... Two times two is four. It, two times two is not three. It's fucking four. It's four. That is the way we do the math. You don't listen. Wait, two times what? Two. Two times two? Two. Two, two times three is six. Do Period. The do is four. <laughs> put, the, put the book down. We'll take the caddy out. Let's go. All right, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Fez Watley's got a lot bothering him today. Why don't you get off your chest, Fez? I know you were crying earlier about mm -hmm. fucking tea party. You didn't get invited to a tea party. Something happened. Uh, what's wrong? Precious is scheduled to host Saturday Night Live this spring. All right, her name is not Precious. It's G I Gabrielle Sabini or something. I have no idea what her real name is. I cannot pronounce it. So what do they expect? Saturday Night Live shoots themselves in the foot. What is she going to do? They'll have Kenan Thompson dressed as Monique for one sketch, and that will be about it. What are they going to do with this girl? Um, I they're don't not, know. I don't know, Fez. They're not going to do any sort of weight jokes because that would hurt her feelings. So they're not going to. They're not going to put her in any of those kind of sketches. 
It just doesn't make any sense. Is she going to play Michelle Obama? No, that's not going to happen. I know it says, Fez, two things that you got on your mind every week are Saturday Night Live and American Idol. And they never make you happy. <laughs> These shows never make you happy, but you still watch. You never turn them off. Yeah, I just, I, I, I watch and I wonder, will it be better? I'll answer both for you. No. <laughs> so this is supposed to come up this spring, and it's just, they're trying, it makes no sense. They're not even trying to get a host that can perform, or n never mind perform comedy for them. Maybe she'll be good. I will say this, the blindside kid was a ter terrible actor on Law & Order. Oh, yeah? They were like, here he is. He was just coming off a of blindside. Now he's, he's a on terrible actor on fucking blindside. <laughs> that would have been precious in there. And say to the audience, anybody who can pick her up will give her 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, man, I'd do that. But both of your things today, Fezzi, seem to be anti-big and anti-black. Yep. This is anti-Saturday Night Live. For having precious on? Yeah. It's well, a, it's let's see. Maybe she'll do a good job. She was nominated for an Oscar. That's true. We don't know. Who's she going to be worse than? John Malkovich? Very few people go on that show and do well. Once yeah. you get outside of, like, Steve Martin and Tom Hanks, you start to fucking... <laughs> it's, it's tough to find anyone. Paul Simon always did well, I thought. Bullshit. <laughs> what do you mean? He fucking... He, wearing the turkey outfit? It's great. It's classic. That was fucking 50 club. years ago. He put on a turkey outfit. <laughs> it was hysterical. Davey Mac, what's up with you today? Oh, shit, man. Did you see this Erica Badu video, though? No, Did you show want to watch it? it? Okay, she's in Dilly Plaza, right? Where's this? Where's that at? Dallas, Dallas, where JFK shot. Okay. And she goes through the video with uh, stripping. She goes through Dilly Plaza stripping. Um. It ends with her fucking taking her clothes off, walking through the streets where JFK, our president, was murdered, and she ends at the assassination place, clothless. Clothless. The balls of this woman. She has balls? I want her to do that now and do it uh, at the World Trade Center. Why don't you do it at Pearl Harbor? It's actually kind of interesting when you think about it. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to make a video where I'm going to take my clothes off where MLK was shot then. It's totally inappropriate. Well, that would at least be a hotel. <laughs> I haven't seen her naked yet. She's unlicensed, by the way, doing this. Fast forward a little bit. Here she goes. Here she goes. Took her. They're gonna fucking go another way to make sure they don't even have a butt shot. There it is. I think it's a great video. Stop with the pixels. President was murdered. Well, she didn't do it. Oh, there she is. She got killed herself. That fucking means a lot to me, though. So I'm just gonna go on uh, Gettysburg and jerk off. I mean, is that what we're gonna do here? I mean, what uh, is this? haven't you jerked off at monuments before? Yeah, but n n nowhere where people died, like Statue of Liberty and stuff. 
Uh, no one died at the Statue of Liberty. No, I'm saying no one. Do, uh, yeah, I've only jerked off on monuments oh. where people didn't die. Yeah, but she's not sh- just showing up and and getting naked. She gets shot at the end. She's got some kind of message or some kind of what's comparison. What's the message? Don't get fucking naked. They'll shoot you. <laughs> the message. The message is stir controversy. But How about you know, this? The message would be don't go to Dallas. Maybe that assassination left us all exposed. She's tasteless. Ian in Portland. Hey, Fezzi, uh So Precious was in uh, Beer Fest a couple years ago, and she killed, man. She was really funny. I think you ought to give her a break. So Beer Fest was funny? Yeah, well, her part in Beer yeah. Fest, she p- played good. the, the guys on. chick that, that was a spy. You don't think Beer Fest was funny, Fest? I, I never saw it. That commercial didn't look that great to me. It was a funny movie, and she was funny. Give her a break, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. No, Beer Fest was very funny. That was that was the Broken Lizard guys. They were. It was a very funny movie. Uh, here's uh, Corey in Tennessee. You're in Fest. Hey boys, how we doing today? Dave, uh, I don't see why you're acting like Erica Badu is you know sticking it to Whitey by making this video. I think she's doing what any other you know Madonna type personality would do, and just being risky. And that's pretty much it. I don't think it's really racial. Um, I didn't say it was racial. I you said know, was, you're coming across like it was racial. Well, I'll say this: she gets away with it, though. If I did the same thing with where Martin Luther King, why don't was you murdered, try it then? Why don't you try? Someone give me then. a ticket to Memphis, and I'll fucking do it tomorrow. I'd love to send you to Memphis. I'll give you one way. <laughs> I'll give you a one way ticket anywhere. I'll tweet you of me jerking off on fucking Martin Luther King's hotel door. Oh, yeah, that's... and they'll call it art, right? <laughs> yeah, give it to that door. <laughs> <laughs> why why take do? this out on Martin Luther King? Where did he that come from? Because that was the same thing, because she's a black chick and oh, she, with so a white why? president. So, so why would that fucking... So you're going to disrespect someone else who doesn't First deserve all, he's disrespect. Not, he wasn't just the white president, he was the president. Just like Obama's your fucking president. Yeah, president. I, I like him. The guy, you know, trying to do the right thing. So you're ma- you're mad at something some pop star does. So now you say you're going to go masturbate on fucking MLK's door. It seems, and you wonder why racism fucking pops into this. <laughs> well, it, this she started it. It seems racially so motivated her part. Okay. So, so to get it. her back, you're going to go finish it on someone else's doorstep, That's the only not way. hers. Go I, go do it on her doorstep. There's no. Why do you try to make sense out of him? There's no <laughs> tombstone for Erica Badu. What else can you if, do? If there was a gravesite where she was, I would. Well, now she was shot at Dealey Plaza. So I'm just now going. Why did they open up a fucking Dealey Deli? (laughs) I never even know it was called that. Dealey Plaza. I don't have the fucking education, you guys. Though you don't have the education. Don't forget hard on yourself. Um, Here's uh, no. It's too late. It's too late. I'm already mad. The only person I can sit here and talk regular to is Moach, because you know he grew up in Ireland. He's got eighth grade. Tops it out there. (laughs) But if we can find a bad new billboard, here's uh, Dave, San Diego. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the guy who called in about, about Precious, Precious being in a beer fest, that's yeah. bunk. That was uh, Monique. Mm, Precious no, is just no like difference. the 800-pound fat chick. Well, I guess they were all in the same fucking movie. So if yeah, yeah. Fenn said she yeah. wasn't, yeah, was said it wasn't a funny movie, even though she, he didn't know about it. Um, I have no idea who was in it, Monique or Precious. It's... By the way, up on 202 Friends, we have put the Mafia Life uh, thing of his mother-in-law and him. And let me point this out. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Thanks for just the fucking biggest sign you could possibly make. 
Dave. Dave wants to play Dungeons, his one fucking song, and he hands me a billboard. <laughs> to say it. Seriously, it's the only paper we have. Blind people could read this. <laughs> well, if it's a pa- piece of paper, I use the whole thing. You will There's a use. Note back. Hi. If it was an index card, you get a smaller note. But I get a paper. I'm gonna use the space. You can use you, you the walls. Use the space. Enjoy yourself. Get out. Make it all happen. <laughs> use all the space. Um, all right. I tried to get back to Plug Mafia Life, Chris. So we're going to put up the little bit that he did on his mother-in-law. And uh, if you are interested in any kind of mafia game playing and all, he's the guy to go to. Retweet him if you would. Because he's trying to get he's trying to get his empire to grow. And he's a good guy and he's our buddy. Why don't we do this? Let's take a break. Um, because we got Dengeons, a gigantic... <laughs> Gigantic uh, bit that we could play for you by our own East Side Dave. Hey, yo, this is Mafia Life Chris plugging my new album, Dungeon. Please buy it. You can't star the website. If your IP address doesn't have Spark, go to MafiaLife.com. Yeah, for dungeons in the dark. Just to show you I can faggle it up a little bit, here's a disco song for you. So get off my back. Leave me alone. Just doing what I can to survive. That's right. Get your own scene, your own magazine. Don't be a dungeon queen. And featuring the hot new single, I Like the Plug. Calling on the World Wide Web. Are you ready for a magazine? With lots of typos and missing pages. It's called Mob Candy. Dungeon in Chicago. Dungeon in New Orleans. New York Dungeon. All we need is Dengin, sweet Dengin, there'll be Dengin everywhere. Not only is my new album Dengin for adults, but because I'm a father, I put a new bonus track for the kids. So I implore you to stop being a hater. Grab a copy of Fedora Magazine. Someday we'll find it. The Rainbow Cut Dungeon. The Dungeon. The Dungeon and me. This is Mafia Life Chris saying please buy my new album, Dungeon. I hope you like it. Dungeon with myself. Denji with myself, uh, 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 oh. Buffering, 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 buffering. You're Jizza, the genius. Right. And you're Rizza, a.k.a. Bobby Digger. Yeah, you know it's a Bobby, yo. You know it's a Bobby. And you're Bill Murray. Bill 
Groundhog Day ghost busting ass Murray. Who you gonna call? I know, just don't tell me. Another next is a shockwave sensual power on the motherboard, yes. Push up over low, legendary heavy glow, sunshine on the road, keep this. We're on a face show on a weekday. Now, tomorrow's the big search, search, hurry up and search party. Going to be a lot of fun. Great gifts we're giving out, Fez. We have a signed pair of boxing gloves. This is from the big fight this weekend. Bernard Hopkins versus Roy Jones Jr. Each fighter has signed one glove. You will win that set tomorrow if you're following on 202 Friends and playing Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search. Great prizes. Jackson Brown. This is a signed songbook. Tender is the night. Signed by Jackson Brown. The fabulous Macy Gray, who is here. We've got a signed CD from her. The Essential, Weird Al Yankovic. Two CD set, signed by Weird Al. Uh, we also have this, Peter Frampton, legend, signed Best of CD from him. We've got Mindy Kaling, the adorable girl from The Office. We got a signed coffee mug of The Office from her. And Lucy Liu has signed a Charlie's Angels DVD. We'll be giving that all away along with the Hopkins Jones Jr. boxing gloves tomorrow when we play Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search on the Ron and Fez show. Make sure you're following on 202 Friends. Hey, you go over to 202 Friends right now. We're doing the retweet contest. So, uh, the 100th retweet of what's posted there on 202 Friends, you'll pick up a Ron and Fez signed t-shirt. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I got into a conversation yesterday um, that I hadn't thought of much before, but it comes down to bar food. And, uh, Hicks, what for you is a perfect bar food? Potato skins. Potato skins. Uh, let's go over to, of course, Eastside Dave now. A man who enjoys bar cuisine. Dave, what is it for you? I always get the nachos. All right, good point. Um, people always talk about, oh, it's a great bar. They have terrific food there. But the funny thing is, at most of these bars with real bar foods, if you weren't drunk, you wouldn't eat it. Sober people don't eat as much melted cheese as they have there. It always comes back to cheese sticks, potato skins and cheese, the nachos, which is just gooey cheese, and you've got to be drunk to uh, eat any of those. So really, I would like to see a bar food contest. Who's got the best bar food? But the judges can't be drinking, and you might not find out that there's a winner. Fez, anything that you only have when you're drinking? Uh, the quesadillas. I won't order quesadillas unless I'm in a bar. Again... Melted cheese. Mm -hmm. We're basically talking about the same exact things time and time again. Lots of melted cheese. Needs to be fried and needs to be melted. And it's just the best yeah, thing in the world. It's fried melted hammer. cheese. But it always comes down to cheese sticks are unbelievable. Then you got to try their cheese balls. Unbelievable. And of course, and this is a big one, seared tuna. So you go through... Yeah, it's drunk food. So you go through a lot of those things, and you're like, if you weren't drunk, would you have enjoyed the experience the same way? No. I'm here to say you wouldn't. You need the alcohol to even put up with some of these experiences. For me, it's the really gross fried stuff. Um, first of all, they Cheese use fries? the shittiest oil. 
and the breading is just disgusting and thick. But when you've had a lot to drink, you somehow don't notice that, and it just seems like well, you will amazing. Well, you will notice it in the morning when it all <laughs> solidifies in the lowest part of your stomach. It has stopped. <laughs> it has blocked out ev- everything. But I don't think that you could sell bar food without a lot of drinks. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Rob, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, lettuce wraps, Ronnie. Favorite bar food ever. Lettuce wraps. Well, you, Gotta love them. You've really come up with, uh, you know, the lettuce wraps, and Deb is here. Uh, HDG, <laughs> you were the one who said lettuce wraps. And Fez, you remembered that for over years, right? Yes, yes. And we're going back to 2007? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Hate that yeah. year. I despise that year. But this is funny. So yesterday, we go and have a bite to eat. Oh. Now, HTG knows Fez doesn't like... I don't know <laughs> what it is about you. You don't like people to comment <laughs> on the food that you're eating. Right, yeah. I, I, I just, it bothers you. For some reason, someone pointing out what I'm eating is embarrassing for me. I don't know what childhood trauma that came from. Could have been in any of the ones. I'm pretty sure you were blown. But, so, we come in off the street. Fez gets the water, and you start to kill it. <laughs> HTG goes like this. Oh, Jesus. Looks like somebody's thirsty. I just fucking... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Did you hear her say it? Yes. Because I, I gave her the kick. I did, did you? Yeah, I gave her the under Dude, the table you kick. You didn't even have to. The second it was out of my <laughs> mouth, this horror came over me of... What did I just do? Uh, shock on my face, but and I immediately tried to reel it back in to cover it. You know he has this thing. He I doesn't know. want to be commented on. I know, and I forget because it's just something I've just so naturally done is talk about what other people, you know, talk about what's on the table. And the second it came, the second I said it, I said, holy shit, I cannot fucking believe I did that. I just looked down and tried to put the water glass down before <laughs> I finished it completely. <laughs> Damn, I really thought you were going to buy my little cover of it. And it's me that's really thirsty. <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. And I downed an iced tea so fast I got a head rush just uh, to keep the cover going. Uh, by the way, Keith from Portland sent us a picture of Eastside Dave in advertising uh, magazine. Dave, you're doing so much great ad work now. Uh, what are you talking about? I the didn't... picture of you in Advertising Magazine. Congratulations. Well, thank you. There you are. That must have been Tying done. off with taking a, a truth serum. Um, ben, Virginia, you're on running Fez. Hey, what's up, Ronnie? Yeah. Nothing uh, like sitting in a bar with a nice cold beer and some hot wings, man. It's a really good point. But again, if you don't have a cold beer... Do you want really hot, sloppy wings? It doesn't seem to appeal to you any other time. You just really need to be drinking. Here is Mike, Mike in New Jersey. Hey, buddies, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, how about bar pizza? It tastes like cardboard wherever you go. Well, it's, you know, I've I've had this uh, said to me before. There's no such thing as a bad pizza. Uh, Pizza's just, you know, goes from okay too great but i think if you weren't drinking and drinking hard most bar pizza you wouldn't have much to do with and i guess yeah. if you're a really bad cook you you say to yourself well at least i can work at a bar
I'll be able to work at a bar. Well, they don't even go into any sort of presentation or plating. Like the nachos that Dave orders, it is it such a, a mound of yeah. dog food but that you don't even but, have to worry about but that. But why would they do a presentation? Yeah. You're doing it for fucking drunk people. You don't yep. care. You are starving. When we went to that uh, last bar on Mikey Boy's Bar Crawl. Oh, jeez. They had... I, I wasn't even drinking, and I said, oh, my God, this is a perfect bar. Look at all the great food they have. And the, they had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> Shitty yeah. hot dogs, yeah. stale pretzel. Wasn't but you thought, great. but you were giving them all the credit. This place is great. Fez, you were enjoying you the hamburger, food. yeah, and then didn't make it home on it. No, no, it was awful. I, I basically ate a rock on a bun. But, you know, it goes the other way. I think even more. If you're not going to drink, um, you can't eat that food. Like you were saying, you can't eat wings if you don't have a. Oh, right. Yeah, it, go, it goes both ways. If you are not going to eat that food, the drink that you don't even want the drink. The alcohol is a topical. You're just putting a, it's a numbing. They both need each other. Without the st- wings and the mozzarella sticks, the beer is uninteresting. And without the uh, well, then, you know, basically you're like saying if you didn't have a pile of coke, you wouldn't fucking roll up your bills. I get that. There's right. no fucking reason to sit around and rolling up bills. But what do you think came first, the alcohol or the food? Alcohol. And why do you think that we do just have bar food? And why is it so melted cheesy? The amount yeah. of tubs of melted cheese, fried melted cheese. That is it. Is that it? It's just cheap. And let's face it, you can sell it forever you want. No one at, yeah. at 2 o'clock in the morning is going to say, wait a minute, you're really going to charge me that for fucking cheese balls? I no. think that what they want is two things. Something's going to make you drink more, so salty or spicy is going to make you order more drinks, and, yeah. and, and to make sure you don't leave. Because when you get really hungry, you might start to think, I'm going to wander out, i got to get something to eat. Yeah. So they want it there to keep you sitting in that chair. They can heat it and get it out there fast. Yes. Yeah. Because they'll, they'll microwave and any, it. Yeah, anybody can do it. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. looking for anybody decent. I, I don't think they do it to make the money that they're making off the sticks. Uh, here's Ed in Long Island. You're on my face. Hey, guys. Cheese fries with gravy. Cheese fries with gravy. Um, here's, the, here's the fucking... Here's the funny thing about that. You, a sober person, never needs to pour melted cheese on their fries. You don't need to, as they say in Jersey, disco fry these fuckers. Yet everybody in Jersey loves those fries. It's the Here's, only time I've ever used dipping sauces. Uh, Diner he, 3 a.m., I bet, is the only time they sell those. Here's Alex in Long Island. What's up, buddy? Yeah. 2242. Um, hey, pal. Tara Inn Burger in Port Chef, Long Island, is the best burger. It's a buck. You can eat it sober or drunk. Best burger in Long Island. All right, what's the name of the place again? It's called Tara. It's an uh, Irish uh, bar, Tara uh, Inn. I'm going to look it up right now as we say you're speaking. It's the Tara Inn uh, dollar burger out there. He claims are the best he's ever had. There are places, I'm sure, that maybe, uh, you know, beat the fucking rule of thumb. But overall, 95% of the bars have awful fucking food. Awful food. That you will fucking, you'll just eat. Uh, Mike, Seattle, you're in Run of Fez. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite is just when I'm uh, out to have the appliances, the uh, fried pickles with the spicy early. Uh, yeah, fried pickles, Fez, ever had them? Yeah, I've had them. There's a place around here that sells them. 
And again, it's bad breading. Like we talked about, it's it's stuff that's just falling off. Somehow they're like deep fried and yet can still come out fairly cold. So that is just a bad combination. But you're so hungry from the drinking, you chow on them. Um, here's a person just wrote to me. He's in a truck right now. Just wondering if it's possible to get close to Molly's Cupcakes with a semi. Just in Chicago, thought it'd be nice to try a Ronnie B. Cupcake. Any help would be great, Cliff the Trucker. Cliff, I know Mike has actually, and the girls will, because it's a city street, will run the cupcakes out to the fans. Yeah. In their truck, if you call in advance. Yeah, just call ahead and, and ask for Mike and, and say, you know, tell him what you just what you just said and, and they'll uh, they'll tell you what to do. Everybody should have a Ronnie B. Cupcake. Now, when is um, Mike coming to uh, New York? When's it all working out? Well, uh, it's a done deal. They just have to wait for permits to start doing the construction, the demolition, and, and uh, build the place. We're hoping it'll be um, early to mid-summer. Let's go early summer if we can. All right. Because midsummer gets a little too hot. Uh, Jim, Chicago, you're on Run Fez. Yeah, best place. I don't know if it's still open. It's called Muskie's. 3 a.m. with a basket of cheese guacamole fries. Couldn't be. Oh. I don't know if those go together. There's plenty of things that don't go together except for if you're drunk. All right, so I got no problem with a dollar burger at, at this terrace place. It looks like it's worth it. But a $10 steak or a $10 lobster, I can't, that's that's too far. What what kind of lobster can you get for $10? You get afraid of a uh, cheap lobster? Absolutely, cheap I, fish. I get a little nervous about that myself. When someone's saying, oh, you can get a bucket of clams for $2, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I want you know, that like, bucket. That's starting to scare me a little bit. And it would almost be like, Let's suppose you're walking through an airport and a beautiful woman walks up to you and said, I'll have sex with you right now. You you would be smart to be suspicious. Right, what's going like, on? Like, why? Why your partner shoots me in the back of my head? That's how I feel about cheap clams. And that's cheap how, clams are frightening <laughs> to me. And that's how I feel about <laughs> restaurants where they tell you that the big comeback for the big portions. And, it, you know, they're giving you a big plate of slop. It, unless it's much more expensive than anywhere else, that big portion, you're not getting a good deal. Yeah, big portions are normally... Uh, there's never been a place where the steak falls off the fucking plate <laughs> that I've said, mm, that was really good. I um, had one, but it was expensive. Yeah. And that was the, the big Texan in the panhandle of Texas. It's one of those places where the billboards will be drawing you Telling in you forever, six yeah. states away. Well, well, whenever you talk to uh, truckers, they always know of some titty bar with <laughs> giant steaks <laughs> that are a dollar. And it's just, you just have the feeling that they're going to be in fog or something. It's um, Here's uh, Brandon in Atlanta. You're on Fez. Hey, Ron. Uh, yeah, I was calling about that trucker. Just wanted to know if you could get a semi near Molly's. I've been there three times now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Target. All you got to do is GPS it. There's a Target right next to Molly's. You can park his truck at and walk a couple streets down. Oh, a couple Molly's. blocks down? Yeah, I was there, but I've never seen the Target. Yeah, there's a, there's a Target. It's not on Clark Street there. It's, on, uh, it's, a, it's a couple streets up from Clark Street. can't remember the name of it, but it's just a Target right nearby. It's a few streets up from Clark Street. All right. And uh, he can walk right down there, check out Molly's. There's a good little comic book shop right next to Molly's he can check out. Yeah, that uh, is a cool right. little block there. They got a comic book shop and an old record shop. It's a very cool little street. Yeah, I love it, man. It's a, it's a great, it's a great atmosphere. Went to Molly's. Uh, matter of fact, uh, John, uh, he, John yeah. and Ann, they were really great, man. They even uh, like third time I came, they uh, gave me the cupcake and a cup of coffee for free. I mean, it was that really was very nice, cool. Man. 
thanks, Ronnie. All right. Uh, John getting love. John getting love today. John gets love sometimes. He's actually my favorite brother. I'm starting to say he's passing Mike as my favorite brother. Wow. I'm just saying that to try to get problems with the family. Larry, Virginia, Renefez. Hey, we've got a uh, place in Fishersville, Virginia. It's called Mossy Creek, and they serve something called a chubby melt. And a chubby melt is uh, it's a big, thick burger in between two grilled cheese sandwiches covered with onions and Thousand Island dressing. I can't begin to tell you how fantastic that sounds. <laughs> really? Yes. yes. See, to me, combining two great things doesn't make a greater thing. I would give me a grilled cheese sandwich and a cheeseburger. I'll eat them both and be the happiest person, but I, I don't need right to combine now. them. Sounds delicious. It's a chubby melt, though. That's what you don't understand. It has a name. I don't know if it's a combination anymore once it has a name. I don't know if I want four slices of bread around my burger, though. You might die tomorrow. You never know. Yeah. But those have yourself slices, a exactly. chubby melt. Those slices of bread have melted cheese on them. <laughs> you could just put the cheese on the burger. <laughs> Works just as well that way. And the Thousand Island dressing. You just want to call it a chubby melt. I oh. like the name, too. Oh. <laughs> Remember he was drinking all that water before? I he was thirsty. The right name for something can make you love it. Look who's thirsty. Oh, Looks I'm like really somebody's sorry. thirsty. I'm really, really sorry. you got to stop pointing out what he eats and drinks. He knows. Does it help that I, it's not I even, just him that I point out whatever, but you know? He got a Coke yesterday, and you were explaining to me that you can't drink Diet Coke. Yeah. And he goes, no, nah, i got to go back to sugary Cokes. It's better right. for me. I turned around. The Coke was gone. He sucks down liquid like there's no tomorrow. He's thirsty. He eats a lot. He drinks a lot. And then he doesn't want anybody to notice it, though. Not only, That's not only do I, but not only <laughs> do I come so much. it's not just your food and everyone at our own table, but I know what's on every other plate in the whole restaurant. It's nothing to I brag about. That far. <laughs> I love seeing what I, other people order. Fez, you told me, and I'd never heard this before, and you were... Rest assured, you you acted like you had documentation. And see if you know this, Dave. Diet Cokes, according to Fez, cause depression. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, if I have a Diet Coke, the next day I'm depressed. Never heard of it. I hadn't either. I thought it just tasted flat. Is he also eating an e-pill with that fucking thing? <laughs> it is funny after ecstasy that you will feel depressed the next day. You get hit with the E-train. Yeah. That's the aspartame in that, the diet sodas. Aspartame? It, it messes me up. It's such a depressant. Artificial sweetener is so bad for you, and I cannot understand why people keep using it. There's all these signs that it's not good for you. And a packet of sugar is, what, 12 calories? Is yeah. that important to save 12? If, if every 12 well, calories is that say, important, put down the damn cheeseburger. But hold on. They said that in a Coke, there's something like 20 teaspoons of fucking... Sugar, yeah, so, so that stop catches up. Twenty teaspoons of sweet, you know. Well, Fez on. had to have a Coke, so he didn't want a diet Coke. He had a regular mm. Coke. I'd still rather have two hundred calories than whatever shit they're putting into this. Does it? Does sugar. it really cause depression? Like I Fez have says? no idea if it really causes depression. I know I get sick from all artificial sweeteners. Um, Are you sad? I don't get depression? No. Well, I, you know, I I never. Pay it, there might be a connection that I just never noticed. Well, this this wasn't but even you. Your doctor told you this. Yeah, the, uh, my nutritionist when I was at cardiac rehab brought it up, and the doctor mentioned I cardiac can, rehab. What happened? You have a heart attack? Yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> April Fool. <laughs>
there's evidence, you know, there's some studies that link them to cancer. There's some studies that link it, that say you'll gain more weight. So why is this artificial sweetener so important to people right. that they're just going to, and it tastes like shit and it has an aftertaste, but people will not give it up. Give it up, people. Enjoy it. Knock yourself out. What are you so angry about? You're acting like you're <laughs> Jamie Oliver trying to change people in Alabama the way they eat. I'm Those kids hate his food. It makes no sense. Dave. Would you get depressed from having a uh, Coke? No, I, I drink uh, at least a liter of soda a day. At least a liter. Diet? Is, no, regular. Is um, sweet and low artificial sweetener? Yes. What is, yes. Why wouldn't it be? I just, I just the don't yellow, know. Part. All these things that she's saying, I didn't know. So I, I want to know. Are you serious? You didn't know sweet and low wasn't sugar? No, I didn't. No, I, it's I, not I, called sugar. It's called sweet and low. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's like saying that yellow stuff must have. No, she was you know being very vague. She was saying artificial sweetener. Who's I, she? She's the cat. Sweet and low. Uh, what, what, what the, the yellow one is Splenda. The yeah. blue one is yeah, Equal. All, all of those things that there's make a green things sweet. Hold on, out. Sugar. Babies know that they're artificial. Um, let's go to Dave in D.C. You're on Hey, Ronnie. Sorry to bug you at work. Um, got to a, a, a bar in Stillwater, Oklahoma. does 50-cent Little Joe sliders. And a 16-ounce beer for a buck on Wednesdays. Um, I'm no, normally I'm kind of off the sliders because they just taste like overdone meatballs now. Yeah. I gotta go, I want them back to just give me a, a fucking cheeseburger that can be rare in the middle. The sliders just get burn up too quick. Uh, Jay in New York, you're on a fez. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that uh, I actually am Coca-Cola driver. I got two fucking mm-hmm. radio shows. And, uh... Beep, beep. That shit is no good for you. The aspartame and all the diet soft yeah. drinks, uh, that shit turns to formaldehyde when you drink it. That's not good. Um, but you shouldn't be drinking any of that stuff, especially when it goes out of date. Now, what do you think of just a regular Coke? That's not bad for you. Uh, it's still got high fructose corn syrup in it, which isn't the greatest thing for you either. So you feel like you're aspartame. you're just driving around in a, in a truck full of poison? <laughs> For children. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Hey, it's Passover now. You can get the, sh- the real sugar Coke this time of year. Why do we do everything for the Jews? Because they spend a lot of money. Oh, do they? Mm. Uh, AJ, Philly, run a fizz. Yeah, hey, right. I got uh, big problems with uh, artificial sweeteners, only with the, even with the breath pinch causing migraines, and I proved it to my uh, doctor and my family. Uh, haven't had a migraine since I stopped them about two and a half years ago. Uh, Fez, did you ever get the um, the migraines, or you just got the depression? I just got the depression. I didn't get a migraine with it. Well, I think some of the the headache stuff. Um, some people get withdrawals from caffeine, also, mm-hmm. uh, and some people can actually make their headache better by having a little uh, Coca Cola, something with sugar and caffeine in it. So aspartame. Horrible for you. Artificial sweeteners, horrible. I think so. Seared tuna, drunk food. Some- We're learning so much today, Fez. And you know why? Why? Because of Jamie Oliver. By the way, we have in Manhattan a place like like what all these guys are calling in with that I've never been to. I just can't imagine it's good. It's it's not far from here. I'm surprised Dave hasn't found it. Called Burger Shop Beer, and I think it's a dollar a, bur- a slider, uh, yeah. two dollars a shot, and three dollars a beer. Now there must be there's some connection some, there. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, you've never been there, Dave? Not yet. Burger Shop Beer is I that the name of it? Go. Yeah, one, two, and three dollars. I'm going to be going soon. Let's get over there. Let's make that happen. Fez, so, how many parties does Fez owe us now? Eight. 
One, two, three can be one of them. Please, no. <laughs> We're going a lot higher than that. We're getting steaks. $10 steaks? No. We're getting $10 sides where we're going. If you want onion rings, it's an extra 10 bucks. That's really funny. This steak is less than a side at a regular restaurant. It's fucking true. That's disgusting. Sorry. So Sweet and Low is no official sweetener. Yeah, oh, you're fucking, you're just trying to fucking drive us crazy, and I hate that. Uh, Brian, you're on Run Fez. Hey, up in uh, Rochester, New York, they uh, they they specialize in these things called garbage plates. All yeah. the drunks go out and get hammered, and then they go to these places. And a garbage plate is essentially like a cheeseburger, French fries, baked beans, uh, onion, mustard, ketchup, macaroni salad, all just mixed on a plate together. And people go nuts for it, and, and yeah. hot sauce and everything. Lily's been up there so long now that she loves it. Mm. That's what's wrong with them. Uh, Perry in Atlanta, you're on Manifest. Hey, how you doing? Um, hey, business. Yeah, uh, saccharin is what is in Sweet and Low, and that's what came out to uh, actually aspartame, which is new to Sweet, came out to replace Sweet and Low, which was in diet sodas a long time ago. And saccharin, uh, actually listed on the package, causes cancer. Um, yeah, well, a lot of things cause cancer. You can't worry about that. And I just checked my cheap steak place that I, you know, it's always been my place where I go for a great cheap steak. They're mm -hmm. up to twenty one ninety five, and that's the cheap place. And yeah, and you used to brag that they're five dollars or something. Yeah, it used to be I think like twelve dollars for their steak, but but you know, and it's a big steak. But I, how can you have a steak that's ten dollars? Maybe Tad Steaks. Mm -hmm. No, <laughs> I've never been in. I've never been in. That's Tommy Z's place, and he just ate there the other day, and still bragging about the fucking. Steak prices. Still acting like cheapest yeah. steak you ever get. <laughs> I, I don't want the it. cheap. I don't want the cheapest steak. I don't. Best deal in town. I'm not looking for a deal when it comes to that. I want the best steak in town. Point. Even a fucking great cheeseburger, it's never going to be the cheap place. It's going to taste like fucking shit. Oh, I don't know about that. You do know. You no, just found out a, today about the, there was such a thing as artificial sweetener. <laughs> there's a uh, wonderful hamburger near my house. It's uh, four ninety five. Wonderful, wonderful place. Oh, by the way, uh, your wife texts your daughter uh, locked herself inside a bulldozer and she's knocking down your house. So when you get the opportunity, <laughs> it's mommy dearest over there. Yeah. Remember how many times you tried to tell Fez about healthcare and he ignored you? Even for months. For, now he's crying for strangers. Some old bitch with Parkinson's gets yelled at. It was a guy. What's the difference? You can't call a guy a bitch? Denji. Mm. Sweet and low. Uh, let's go over to uh, Charlie in Jersey. You're on my face. Ronnie, uh, if bars sell terrible food and, you know, dollar beers, how, how do they go out of business? I mean, like, people are just dropping two, three hundred a person. How does a bar ever lose money? Well, because normally the bar owner is a coke addict <laughs> with a gambling problem. Bar owners will always, whatever's in the register goes directly into their pocket immediately, and they say, I got a card game, and I'm getting out of here. There is nothing better, like, though, when you have, and I don't know why this is, but when you own a bar or your buddy owns a bar and you lock the doors and you just party in that bar, it's way better than a house party. A million. We used to close my bar down all the time 
stay in there, and eventually it would be like this with the waitresses. Why don't you dance for us on the bar? Why don't you hop up on the fucking bar and do that dance? Yeah, when I was working at the Dublin House in Red Bank, that's why I worked there. It, it was, was the best, right? It was for the closing up at 2, we'd stay there till 5. And those were times, and I'm talking not just young people, old grizzled bartenders. Everybody's together. The, was, fucking, and, and those the guys Mexican were, bus boys exactly. are sitting there. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. I do like this. We had like a big black gay chef, and he was even cool. Everyone it's was cool. It's the fucking best. We ought to talk about that sometimes. People that is fucking great to drink with. But closing the bar and staying there with just the staff and a couple of the cool peoples normally. Yeah, it was. A couple of the cool people. A couple of the regulars would get there. You need the chicks that are willing to kiss each other. And then who's ever dealing sniz. Um, I don't have to tell you about shutting down a bar before with the regulars. Always the best. And nothing more satisfying than taking your own pint glass, walking behind the bar. And like pouring a Guinness for yourself. Sometimes it's depressing. Depends on your crowd. Yeah, it's depressing. You 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 don't work at the Dublin House, then, my friend. Get right. A, You're right. Get a job she there. She has it. Great you place. Don't? Great place. Did you hear that, Eugene? I just gave you two plugs. Expect free drinks next Friday. When's the last time you've been there? Uh, three or four weeks ago. Tomorrow, be ready. It's search, search, hurry up and search. Uh, big prizes to give out. We'll be doing that at noon tomorrow, but maybe even a contest leading up to it. So be prepared. Be close to a uh, a, a keyboard if you can tomorrow. Search, search, hurry up and search tomorrow on the Ron and Fez show. A pair of boxing gloves from this weekend's fight. Each glove signed by one of the fighters, Bernard Hopkins versus Roy Jones Jr. on the line. If you're following at 202 Friends for Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search tomorrow on the Ron and Fez Show. That's it for us. We'll be uh, seeing you guys tomorrow. Ron and Fez. Oh